You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 226 of the KB Mod Podcast. It is March 6th, 2016. And uh, yeah, we're here. I, we were here last week. We had some uh, scheduling issues with uh, having enough people to get on the cast. But we are back this week, so don't worry. You didn't miss anything. Um, you know, you just missed us not being here. So you're, we're good. I mean, we're you back did, in you your ear. You did miss something, but you just well, didn't miss it on this cast. Exactly. You almost true. certainly missed something else. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to go through life without missing anything. So, yeah. Okay. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to get sued. So, you probably missed something last week, but it wasn't this cast. What'd you say? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, dude, you should see. We actually, okay, speaking of painting, my girlfriend and I went, this was a while ago. We went to one of these, like, it's like a paint place where you can pick out, like, a glass or, like, a cool uh, ceramic figure and then paint on it. And you're supposed to, like, so it's supposed to be artsy and you pay for, like, you basically just pay for the time, and then you basically get to keep whatever you make. And they'll like, if you make a glass, they'll put it in the oven and cook it for you, and then you can take it home. So it's supposed to be kind of like, you know, it can be romantic, it can be bonding. They do parties. You can drink wine at some of these while you do it. You know, and I don't have that creative bone in my body though. Like I never, even growing up, I didn't even like use yeah, crayons. Like, like yeah, it, it, <laughs> thank you. For <laughs> I think for probably most males, it's not. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> she like so so we t- uh, took some glasses to paint i might actually go <laughs> i'm gonna go get this is gonna be a viewer sp- like it, this is why you should be on the podcast uh, here watch we go. The podcast live so that you can actually see this absolute fucking maybe we'll put it in the podcast post as a photo because it's a fucking atrocity <laughs> but anyway i just started like i had no plan and i just started like using a bunch of different bu- brushes painting using very wide brush strokes uh this is how this is all coming back to what you said brandon and just kind of like not having a plan and then you know of course my girlfriend's like actually making something really legitimate and she's like making a uh, like a night sky and it's like really coming together and at one point the woman who's running the whole the whole place comes over and is like so what you work what you two working on just trying to be friendly right and so like my girlfriend shows hers and she's like i she's i mean it can only pay like it can only be good for business for her to be positive no matter what kind of shit people make right and i like looking at mine like uh, my girlfriend's already kind of like laugh but is like no but doesn't want me to stop doing it because he's trying to encourage me like to do more stuff like this and obviously like just not my cup of tea but i don't mind doing it occasionally but so the woman though she shows my girlfriend shows hers and she's like oh that's cool and then i show mine and there's a there was a there's a moment there's a brief moment where I can tell the woman like even after all her professional you know she's a professional this is her business she's got to be positive <laughs> she her face just like there's just a second of absolute total confusion that a that a 28 year old could make something so <laughs> juvenile and look like you know just so terrible and she's like and she's like oh oh that's very mm, that's very interesting <laughs> what are you and I felt like it, I was being talked to like I was three because it looked like right. a three year old had made it. There's that I'm gonna moment, go the moment when she looks at your painting yeah. and then she almost says something but then looks at you yeah. and realizes yeah. how old you are. Exactly, that's kind of what it was. Like I, I, it all happened in the span of like two seconds. So I'm gonna go get my glass and show you what it looks I can't like, wait guys. To see this. Uh, but yes, go ahead. Continue with uh, with uh, what we've been doing. If anyone has any stories they want to show this week, I'll be back in a second. I'm gonna go get my glass. I said I would never show this, but you know what? At this point, it's just, at least makes for a good story, and you guys can all laugh at how terrible this. I'll be right back. Yeah. Well, um, I uh, I mean, all I did this week really was move. Um, so I, you may notice if you're watching live. I, I mean, maybe you wouldn't notice because it's not like it's really that different from my old background. But I'm in a new apartment. Um, so we've been moving all weekend. So I haven't, I haven't really played many games. Um, 
but I've been playing the moving game, and uh, I, I had one interesting situation happen yesterday, which I don't know if this is a normal thing or not, but I guess we can solicit from the audience, uh, or from you guys, I don't know if any okay. of you have ever hired movers. So, the movers, you know, they're like moving out our stuff, and it's fine, and then uh, we load all the stuff up into the truck, so we're we're out of our old apartment, and... And then I, you know, I say like, all right, you've got the address and stuff. We'll meet you over there. And, uh, and he says like, oh, well, we're going to, we're going to grab lunch. And so we'll, and so we'll be like another 30 minutes or, and I was like, wait, so you're going to grab lunch? Like, but you you have all my stuff though. And and the new place is only like 10 minutes away. He was like, yeah, we're going to grab lunch. So I sat around, we drove over to our new place and I sat for like an hour while they got lunch. I've never had I've never had a mover be like, "Hey, we need to grab lunch." It's like, how about you eat beforehand? Because I'd like to get this move over with. <clears throat> I'm just coming back, but Brandon, I know that I didn't hear the beginning of the story, but you sound I like was... a goddamn slave driver when you hire people. <laughs> lunch? We don't break for you water. You don't eat while you're moving my shit. Excuse. It, well, I mean, that, just, no, that is a little excessive, though. No, was, I, like they broke like, for an hour. It was like, like they listen, just eat, they, they came over at like nine, and okay. then we were done. We were done with the move out part by like eleven thirty. Okay, and so fair. it's like, all right, look, moving back, moving into the new apartment doesn't take as long as moving out, right? Because they just have yeah. to basically put the new stuff in. Right, and it's like you can't make it another hour or so. No, that's you no. You're, you're totally valid. Like, yeah, and then totally and it wouldn't have been as big a problem, but then like they actually they actually took like an hour. And I was like, they, I, there was a split second there. There's a split second there where I thought, like, what if they just left a lot of stuff? I was like, this yeah, is their, yeah. this is their final hurrah. Like, they yeah. stole the truck, they took all our stuff, <laughs> and we're never gonna see it again. I don't blame you actually, though, because there, you, you hear nightmares about moving companies and stuff like that. But like that was stuff that was such a weird thing. I've moved yeah. a handful of times, and I've never had, I've never needed like a lunch break from them in the mm-hmm. middle. It's like either bring your lunch and eat it in the truck so that you you know you don't take extra time, or get lunch when you're done. But we got done. We got finished at like I think one one or two fifteen. It's like you could have just gotten a late lunch. I don't know. Yeah. Is it by the hour or per job? So like. Oh, no, it's just by the move. hour, of course. But so, they, no, they didn't charge me for that. But it was, was more just was like just the curious. fact that the yeah. fact that I had to just sit in a new apartment that has nothing just in waiting. it and yeah, just wait for your stuff to come in. Like, yeah, that, okay. no, that is that is really yeah. Because like I can't go get lunch because you can't get there before me because I got to let you in the new place. Yeah. See this place on the coast? It, I, I don't know why I'm thinking. I just remember this. There's this place on the coast that will move your stuff, but they will also bring pizza. That's <laughs> like see, <it's> smart. <laughs> That's a good idea. I've never heard of it. But I you wish can, these you guys can... would have done that. <laughs> they make pizza and they're a moving company. Like it's it's two things. But yeah, I don't know. But they could have they could have brought some pizza and this this wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah. But so anyway, that was like mm-hmm. I just thought that was a little odd. And uh but otherwise, I mean the move went fine. And luckily I'm I'm in internet seems solid and uh that's really all that's important. I tweeted a picture of my new setup, which is the same as my old setup, just with slightly yeah. better cable management. Um, and I, I put, I have an old PC, or it's not even an old PC, but I have another PC next to me. And I just put both of them under my desk because I have plenty of room. And so it really does look like a command center now, even though it's just, I mean, it's just my normal setup. Brad and I were theorizing what your second PC was for. I said there's one for gaming and one for porn. Would you like to confirm or deny uh, that fact? I mean, or? 
all you really need for porn is hard drive space, so you don't That's really true. need a second. That would actually be incredibly cumbersome. I'm, to I'm just saying it's a little PC. excessive, but I'm just imagining that like there's some like you're running a custom porn OS that like no one's ever seen. Like I don't know, like it literally launches in, and it's just like a. I just imagine like I don't know, like a TV broadcasting station with like every porn site, but it's all like a live feed of everything being up. It's like it's like Steam OS. It's like big it's insane, mode, yeah. Except it's exactly. just porn. <laughs> exactly and you it's need a like a pretty piece. Like... yeah you need a dedicated box to just run it because it's so because it's actually a lot of information you know, <laughs> that it's actually processing at any given time yeah but. well um i mean i can't confirm or deny if i use it for that but actually the only thing i have used that pc for that has been interesting is i've i've run my own killing floor 2 server uh, okay mm-hmm. yeah which actually yeah. like because killing floor is one of the few games where you basically have to run a private server if you want to have a fun game because you don't want people constantly jumping in and out and being stupid. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so I, I downloaded the, the Steam files and all of that to set up like an, a publicly accessible server. Uh, so that's the only thing I've really used it for. But there's all sorts of cool things that I could use it for. I just don't. Like I think about them and then I don't actually do them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Makes sense. I have an extra PC. If anyone has a great idea... <laughs> For what we should use this PC for, I'm I'm open to hear it. Okay, I think we should get. I think we should do away with all any file. I think we should host the website directly on that box, Brandon. I mean, that would I not mean, be any headache at all. We could do that. It <laughs> really we wouldn't. Could. We'd serve serve all of kbmod.com out of my. my That's right. House here. Out of your office. Yeah. We, <laughs> um, all right. By the way, sorry. Not, uh, so not to switch switch subjects, but I decided to actually reveal this is the world premiere of the oh, last that I've paid. I'm so well, okay. So I, I'm, not gonna, okay, I'm not sure. gonna. I just want you guys to. I want you to say in just a few words what your opinion, what feelings this evokes from you, because this is a true art piece. Before I explain to you what my methods were. Okay, one sec. Is there any way you can turn off the black and white? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna actually. Okay. I feel like color might be a bit important to really, really get in the. I have to take it all in. Hold on. (laughs) Where's my software? Here we go. All right. Settings. What? Coming into present day. Yeah, I'm narrating. Oh, still looks the same. All right, hold it still, on. It still looks like I'm watching an old western. Okay, hold on. Color intensity. Oh wait, no. White okay. balance. Here we go. Okay, we we had a glimpse into the future. All right. Just a taste. Oh. oh. I feel like the sun is. Colliding. I can't even tell if that's your real skin color. Is it doing? <laughs> oh my god, it's so bright. Okay. <laughs> skin was, color for of some that. reason, I was previewing it on the delayed wet on <laughs> Twitch, and not, I was like, it's not changing. Guys. <laughs> here we got you blown up here. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. With the magic of okay. Skype. That's pretty good. There we go. Okay. So anyway, okay. So this is the reveal of the class, and this is again. Just keep in mind that the lady saw that what was happening, and then, um, and then tried to say it was okay. I'm gonna slowly reveal it. I'm gonna slowly Uh, reveal. Oh God. (laughs) What? Hey. Hey. (laughs) Don't be too gentle. Hold on. Is that like? Hold on. You'll notice some words. It says life in the says top. life. And hold on. Hold on. Oh, You'll also more. notice that at the bottom, it says, you see death in the bottom left right there? Oh, <laughs> wow, that got dark in no. a hurry. Now, hold on. Does this, the, <laughs> does this look what? like a face to you? Because that was uh, supposed Barry, to be a face. I can see it. That looks like a white picket fence there at the this bottom. Oh, the third. Yeah, I was is thinking that, that Is that like a commentary oh, on yeah. traditional America? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. So it's mo- it's supposed to evoke a lot of emotions. The the number one emotion is that it's supposed to get you to vote for Donald Trump, which I don't know if it actually does that, but I feel yeah. like 
I feel like after people see this art piece, most of the time the reaction is like, well, who the fuck cares? Like, whatever. And I think that's the kind of people that are going to vote for Trump. So I think we're pretty... And it is, we should, for the audio listeners, this is like a, it's kind of like a mug. It's like yeah, a large it's, mug. It's a large mug, yeah. There's a lot like of surface a, Like area. a beer mug kind of thing. Exactly. And yeah. I don't even know how to like... describe the actual painting. The word life is on it. The word death is on it. And the rest of it, I mean... Oh, there's it. also, like I, a... added, I added the ill. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> but I... Why? Why? The word ill. The ill. Oh, that's um, I'm not gonna lie. I've drank from it multiple times. Actually, no. Now it's actually a placeholder for dead flowers. So I think that's what my girlfriend. <laughs> oh no. But anyway, it, all right. I'm gonna go put like it back. A... It was show and tell time. Wow. It looks like a pair of oddly deformed Just... sharks above so, a picket yeah. fence. It's kind of a Picasso, but yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> I don't audio listeners. but you know, I'll do it. I mean, Scott's girlfriend came in here and said he ruined what I planned to have a really nice date. <laughs> like, <laughs> he ru- wait, you never told me this. Tab. Wow. Wow. Now, now she'll tell me that I wow. ruined it. I in, actually in tried. Chat. Drama on the cast. I'm guessing I'm guessing that me even attempting though, I don't even get points for that. I and I've drank out of this glass multiple times, so you know what? Listen. Um I'm going to go put the dead flowers back in it because that's what my girlfriend <laughs> thinks of me after all this. I'll be right back. Unbelievable. Only on the KB Mod podcast will you get real world drama. Yeah, we don't have to manufacture drama here. No. This happens naturally. So uh, what, uh, anything else that you guys have done while we wait for Scott? Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about Downfall, but I'll wait until uh, APL gets back. But uh, if you want to talk, Hutch, Brad... Uh, not much has been going on with me. Just um, school stuff. I've been finishing up. I graduate this spring, so that's right. Um, You're getting close. Yeah, so I graduate in June. Um, so I'm finishing up some of my senior capstone stuff. I actually had to uninstall some games so I wouldn't like <laughs> tempt myself to like play and like. <laughs> that's uh, really actually, smart. Yeah, I had to honestly. Um, um, but. Yeah, I got that going, and so I have one more term left, and finishing up this term right now, and uh, that's what I've been stuck with for the last two weeks, is just trying to finish up my classes. So. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. Um, are we just sharing general life things right now, not gaming related? Not yet, no. Okay. So I so I was away this weekend. I went to I, I was in uh, Philly to go to a Coheed Coheed and Cambria show. Oh yeah, that was uh, oh yeah. yeah, fantastic. So I've seen them. I, I, it's either six or seven times. We, we were trying to recount. My brother's seen them with me a bunch too. Um, but uh, this was probably my favorite show, m- mostly because there was it was a new venue. It's called the Fillmore, which is it's in Fishtown in Philly. If any of you Philly guys know, right near. Uh, a casino, but um, so it's like a newer venue. I hadn't been there. Um, venue was really nice. Sound was really good. And then, so obviously, this is like their new album is a departure from write the story. Like, this is the first album that's just kind of a standalone album. So I didn't know, like, Katie, I was like, I was like, what's their set list going to be like? You know what I mean? I didn't know if they would yeah, just like yeah. through, the, through the new album, which, which they've not that they would do the whole thing, but if it would be heavier on that or like old classics and literally every song. So I was like, I love, you know, I love. And Keeping Secrets is still my favorite, probably, album of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like a lot of their early stuff. I mean, I like everything Coheed does. I mean, I'm a huge fanboy. But they basically, every, they, they opened um, with an acoustic track. I forget what acoustic track off the first, off the new album. And then they, it was uh, In Keeping Secrets, they opened with. And then they played wow. Blood Red Summer. They played, they closed with, um, they did Everything Evil. They did, um, of course, they did um, oh, stuff man. from Good Apollo. 
They were all like all over yeah. the place. It was like it was the best set list because it was clearly like a nod. Like the tour was just like we're gonna play all the stuff that you guys fucking love. Which again, now I, mean, I love the whole thing. But they played like their set list was incredible. It was so good. Now one song I was really hoping for, but they didn't play, and I yeah. totally understand why they wouldn't play it. Yeah. Uh, did they play Domino? They didn't play Domino the Destitute. I that would have been super yeah. good. But yeah, they didn't play Domino. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like it'd be really hard to play live. Yeah, yeah. But, um, they, but yeah, it was really it was fantastic. Yeah, I was really glad I went. That's awesome. Definitely, definitely up there. The set list was awesome. Um, They're coming through San Francisco later this month, you, and I was thinking about buying tickets. You should. I mean. I think you would enjoy it even if you don't like even if you're not a huge like fan like they have a, oh, they're a sure. live show like yeah I went with my songs, uh, would have fun yeah I went with my brother <laughs> who hasn't heard a Koei song in his life mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. seeing like Claudio like he's such yeah. a he's the so entertaining and the yeah yeah like moving yeah. around the stage it's really he said he like he had a blast so that's good yeah Brandon you went to a concert last week didn't you oh yeah yeah I did yeah tell uh, us I forgot yeah I went and saw uh, Megadeth. Children of Bodom and Suicidal Tendencies. Damn. And okay. that was, I, and I, I mean, I don't know if this is interesting to anyone, but I saw it with Mike Ross, who <laughs> you would yes. not, you would not expect to be no. a rock fan, uh, but oh. he, he rocks out with me. So that's awesome. Uh, that concert was excellent. And uh, like, I've actually never really paid attention to Suicidal Tendencies, but yeah. they've been around for a long time. And like their fans were pretty pretty hardcore like it was yeah. some older people and stuff but like older people who were still in the in pit. the scene in yeah. the pit in the yeah. scene yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. i mean they they had like as as rowdy a crowd as megadeth did which really surprised mm-hmm. me um cool. so that concert was great we were down down right close to the stage and it was so good that's cool yeah that's Could a good lineup could you guys talk about uh, what happened in Orlando again? What was that? Um, Extra Life, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, we should talk about yeah, Extra that Life was, Orlando because we didn't have a cast good. last week partially because of that. Yes. Extra Life Orlando was fantastic, Brandon. You, you, you want me to go for Well, I'll just talk yeah, about yeah, it from my should, side. So it was, a little bit, it was a little bit last minute uh, like as far as just like scheduling. Like, <laughs> I mean, not out of Twitch's, Twitch's fault. Cause, so Twitch offered to send me. And of course, I didn't see the email. It was sitting. I think it was like in a weird folder or didn't come to me. So like yeah, Blah hit me up. Now, it was definitely didn't hit my inbox. It was like spam or something like that, which I have all Twitch emails go to spam, so that's not shocking. But I should I should at least sort. But uh, no, so Blah hit me up and was like, hey, man, do you want to go to Extra Life Orlando? Uh, I didn't really – Extra Life United in Orlando. I didn't really know what it was. Kind of started looking into it and um, got excited about going. So ended up ended up going. Didn't know – so I literally – this is funny because – so I didn't know who was going. I didn't know any like partners that were going. I didn't know any Twitch staff that was going. I was just, I just knew that it was an event that – basically, Extra Life United is, a, is an event for um, – there's a bunch of stuff. There's like vendors there. So people that support Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Uh, it's also you get to meet uh, a bunch of the kids. Uh, who, I, I think I don't know about all the kids, but lots of the kids, the kids that are the, highlighted. They're, they're called um, champions. They're like representatives the yeah. for each state. So they, exactly. the hospital from that state, like they pick, they a, pick child, a yeah. specific child. And so they they're like the representative for their state. Exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of centered around. So like, um, I guess Thursday was Thursday where they did the signing. So like each kid who's a champion actually has like a um, like a, a, a um, basically a banner with their face and like their information. And they're then like, there's actually like, like a celebrities sign. at this event. Yeah. So so they're the, yeah, they're the, they're the focus of the event, which is really cool. So we got to meet um, a bunch of a bunch of the kids and their families and like talk to them in person and stuff. And that was really cool. At the same time, obviously, there was the extra life portion. Which is still under like the Children's Miracle Network umbrella, but obviously the video game side. And so there was a there was a tournament that uh, Twitch was helping run, 
and stuff like that. So, um, and so there was a hundred, I, I don't know what the total price purse was, but there was 108,000 or more that was already raised via the, the humble mm-hmm. bundle, right? That was money that was set aside for this tournament. Yeah. That's what um, everyone was competing for at the extra life United tournament. It was yep. all for, uh, a lot of money for the, for their designated hospital. So the right. winners would win, would win a lot of money. Exactly. So yeah, the tournament was really fun. Um, and then just like I said, getting to meet the kids and, and interacting. And I mean, it was in uh, it was at the Coronado um, Disney Coronado, like spring uh, hotel, spring resort uh, or whatever. So that was that was really cool. And um, yeah, and then so so I'm sitting there. I was like trying to get some last minute room stuff done because there was a lot of like I just basically knew I had a flight, but I didn't know if I had a room booked or whatever. So I was just like waiting in the in the cafeteria or one of the restaurants when I got there. And all of a sudden, Brandon just texted me. and He's like, He's like, what the heck? He's like, are you in Orlando? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man. And uh, he's like, what? I didn't know you were coming. He's like, I'm here too. And uh, basically I freaked out because it was funny because when we were talking about whether or not we would have a podcast the week before, Brandon was like, uh, actually, uh, I'm traveling for business. And so I won't, I won't be around. And neither of us, like he didn't tell me what it was and I didn't, and he probably didn't connect that I had been reached out to, I guess, for that or if I was going because I didn't mention it. So we basically like, <laughs> passing chips in the night but then anyway <laughs> so brandon and i got to hang out a lot i got to ha- hang out with uh with the one and only volition and a bunch of other jimmy was in H- uh, hunt and all the all the twitch guys and stuff it was it was a lot of fun um but yeah i'm definitely hoping hoping to go next year too what, what i mean i don't know i think brandon probably had similar thoughts but yeah, it was yeah, and it, it was, was the first time i ever went and it kind of blew away all my expectations yeah, well, and, you, and put you a lot did. of yeah put you, a lot of stuff you, in perspective you ended too. up uh you ended up playing playing some people who who destroyed you i think in yeah Madden <laughs> yes and... oh my god just destroyed justin of course justin wong how could i forget justin i hung out with justin wong and he bought me uh he bought me multiple beverages yes it was a, it was a good time yeah, I think Justin that. literally just appears to hear if his name's mentioned and if it's not he has he has it ready to go Justin <laughs> you son of a bitch but um yeah you, uh, you, you like I think you won a couple rounds didn't you but yeah. then you got knocked out uh, I did so so I, I went the console route because well anyway the games the game list ended up being a little bit different than what was actually there and initially like there were games like Dota and some other games and I was just like I don't really play those games so uh, which that got remedied and it started, it was a little bit different, but I went the console track. And so there was like Madden, just dance. And I was like, you know, I was like, man, I used to play Madden all the time. I'll be sure I'll be fine. So I won the first like two games of Madden I played. I played against people that weren't really prepared. And then I was in like, I guess the top 16. And that was the first Madden match that was casted. And I played against a guy named Angel, who's a good guy and a guy that um, raised a lot of money. But I, I'm sitting there on the stage with him before we start. This was this was casted by Jimmy and uh ezekiel and i go i'm like man so have you played you played much madden or anything and he's just like oh he's like no man he's like i'm lost dude he's like i got no idea and so like i'm you know and i'm i, I mean i take him at his word i didn't think he was lying to me and literally the first i mean i, I score I, I get the ball first and i score so i'm like wow this is i'm actually gonna be able to do this and as soon as he gets the ball he starts no huddle offensing offensive um running offensive plays he starts uh doing hot routes which i have no idea how to do any of this stuff and basically like every time i'm trying to like unless i call time out i don't really know like what play to run because i'm in the wrong defensive formation <laughs> so he's gonna keep hitting the same hot route over and over again and that and that actually ended up being the theme a lot and it's, it's i mean it's all in good fun because at the end of the day right whoever wins the money it's going to go to a good cause it's going to go to a children's hospital right. but like people take that people took it really seriously and it's good like i'm glad that they did but i just got roasted like people so many people were just like yeah man like yeah i don't play i don't i didn't prepare at all and then they just like wipe the floor with you and you're like okay you played you you really you really took this serious so 
next year I'm going to be more prepared with the games list and I'm going to try to do the same thing. People ask me, I'm just going to be like, no, I've never played this. Oh, Counter-Strike? No, no, I've never touched a game. <laughs> no clue. It's 1v1 map. Yeah, it should be fun. But um, yeah, so there was a lot of that going on. But I also got to host and actually cast some games and cast the final, which was really fun. Uh, it was a mix. There was a couple different games that were played in the final. Duck game, though, uh, ended up being played twice, and that's a fun That's a fun game to cast. So uh, me and Jimmy did that. Um, or I'm sorry, not me and Jimmy. Well, me and Jimmy casted some, and then me and uh, Malik uh, did that as well. So I hope I think a lot of people a lot of people watched it. So uh, definitely next year, just keep Extra Life United in mind um, as something to like. Uh, if you're not going to attend, obviously, but just to watch on Twitch, I think it ended up being pretty pretty entertaining. Yeah, the finals but, definitely were really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything to add, Brandon, to that? I mean, and also like, well, the perspective too, like, so it puts a lot of stuff in perspective. Uh, there was some really cool, like, uh, at the end of the, at the end of, uh, the entire event, uh, I think Nick Cannon's hosted a couple years now at yeah, the end, yeah. uh, for the, they basically they bring all the champions on stage and they like, um, kind of like they, they, uh, Miss America 20 or yeah, Miss America 2015 mm-hmm, was there, mm-hmm. um, as well, uh, some star from the Disney channel who I, who I don't know, uh, was there, but they really like they they really treat the kids and their families like like I said the champions as the heroes, and uh, it is really cool and you get to hear their stories and there's some really like well produced like videos basically kind of giving background on them and um, definitely pretty emotional and uh, it, it, like just puts puts life in perspective when you're like yeah I'm like complaining about some really dumb shit and there's kids that are hooked up to you know some of these kids are going to be hooked up to machines their entire life just to survive because there's no cure and you know what I mean and they're making the best of it and like. So many of the kids have such positive, like have such positive attitudes, and even their families too. When you know it's like it's definitely really tough. So um, that like that alone. I mean, obviously the gaming stuff was good, but it was definitely like a refocus. I was like, all right, I need to really, <laughs> I need to really rein in the stuff that, that I'm that I'm like complaining about. This is, you know, um, when you see like what some of these uh, kids you know are dealing with at such a young age too. Some of these kids are, like have been they've been cut open like you know had brain surgery and stuff and like major surgeries since like they were like out of the womb to like 10 years old they've had like 10 major brain surgeries it's insane so and then you look over at your mug and it really puts uh <laughs> it does it does the fact that i can't art well you know i'm like all right well, okay you know. i don't have it too bad yeah it's, it's not too bad but um yeah so that was really cool and i did um so that but that was that wasn't last week that was the week before but yeah we didn't have a podcast so i'm glad we're catching up on that there was one more thing that happened. This is just a. This isn't anything related to extra life, but this is related to something that happened to me this week. It was also my mom's birthday is actually this week, but we celebrated her birthday on Friday when I got uh, into town in in Philly. And my mom is uh, my mom's the Swedish. She's she's like the best, but she's she's very uh, ditzy at times when it comes to like uh, sayings and just like colloquial. Collo- I can't say colloquialisms, but anyway, that that word. And so she'll we call them her mother, uh, my grandmother. Uh, was named Antoinette. We call what my mother does Antoinetteisms because she would she would just say like really hilarious things, but that are totally like anyway. So I'll just say what happened. So my dad, my dad just recently got this ice cream machine uh, for his birthday or for Christmas from his brother. And my dad is like the most non like he he's, he doesn't know how to cook. He doesn't know how to make toast without burning it. The last time he tried to make milkshakes, he forgot to put the bottom or the top on it, and it just exploded in the kitchen. So he was really proud of himself because he basically taught himself how to make ice cream. And he he made he made this um, this pistachio ice cream. They were telling me the story, and so he was explaining at the time when he was about ready to make it. My mom was like, "I don't want to have to help you with this. Like, you got to learn this yourself. Like, I'm not getting involved. If you want to make ice cream, like, you can do it." So my dad was like, "All right." So he was explaining to my mother that it was going to be like a really 
arduous process, like with like having to roast the pecans and do all this stuff. And so my dad goes, so, so I'm explaining this to your mother and I'm talking to her and, and I'm saying, you know, this is going to be, this is going to be rough. So, but he's like, I'm going to do it. You don't have to help. And my mom, all of a sudden, like listening the whole time, just slowly looks up at him and goes, well, she goes, she goes, well, kill yourself. <laughs> just totally what? nonchalant. <laughs> yes. No. Totally <laughs> nonchalant. And my brother... <laughs> Totally out of character for my mother, like, and for really anybody after <laughs> me to explain that someone's going to make ice cream. She just goes, well, kill yourself. And my brother just burst out laughing. He's like, mom, what are you talking about? And they finally realize. And, and then my dad, like, clicks his brain. He's like, did you mean, he goes, did you mean break a leg? And my mom goes, oh, yes, that's what I meant. That's oh, not the phrase. <laughs> I was just dying. I was, like, in tears. I was like, that, and that's, like, the level of stuff. What? She meant knock yourself out. Or knock yourself out. Or whatever. It doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's this like your mother. Oh, can you why is this why is this? Are door you open? on the cast, Abby? Uh, can you Sorry, anyway, but yeah, what knock yourself out. It was it was some variation of that. And like my mother's been basically doing that like her whole life. And I thought it but I I wish I had been there for the moment where she's just like <laughs> looks at my dad dead in the eyes, just like kill yourself. <laughs> Cause Anyway, so that's, that's it was good. That's it was good to be home and like get. be around that because I do miss that because my parents are truly like if I just put cameras on them, it would be pretty entertaining. I think most of the time I'm sure Katie can attest. I'm sure your family's very, very Jesus Christ. My very grandma much. gets pissed about something and she goes, oh, shit, the bad friend. I'm like, hello. Shit, the okay. bad friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just wow. the most. I don't know. Katie, I also found out that you routinely like your, your ass gets complimented by your brother and your family. Right. That doesn't happen in a good amount of time. I would like to not talk about it. <laughs> what? Can you please change the subject. All right, we'll change the subject, but I know that that's something that happened, so I'm sure it's interesting. But all right, anyway, uh, as far as gaming gaming stuff goes, if anyone, uh, Brad, sorry, did you have anything else that you? I know you went. But. Uh, as far as gaming goes, um, or wait, what are we? I haven't. I already talked about what I've done for Brad. Brad, 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 if you were here, I'm freaking out. Yeah. No, no, no. I no, I was. I was putting the mug back, so I didn't. But I know he talked a little bit about it. But I just wanted to know if there was anything. Oh in. no, nothing else going on. I've I've reinstalled Rust just recently and oh. Oh, been job. playing more of that. Okay. Um, that's man, that has been addicting. I don't know. I really liked. I if people are gonna fucking hate me, but I I I really liked Minecraft when it came out. So this this kind of like embodies that like crafting system and everything, but like involves like first person shooting with it so it's like everything i love so i've been playing rust a lot uh, gotcha would you say rust is a good game or uh no it's like that it's 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 bad uh, like it legitimately <laughs> it's like it's bad it's bad it's, it's horrible if you're playing by yourself like it really is um the only reason why it's good is like we have a bunch of friends that are playing so we're just um all playing together, but but we just shit on anybody that's like playing by themselves usually, um, and that's what makes it fun. But it's horrible at the same time. So like, I kind of feel bad, but then I don't for these people. But um, that's what they get for not having any friends. So wow, <laughs> I know exactly. That really, uh, that got really dark. But and I know exactly how it's like to uh, just play <laughs> shitty games all the time. But like, you're, you know, deep down, like, oh, this game sucks. But yeah. Well, I mean, I understand it. games that like you just because you like a certain mechanic or whatever, or it, it you know mm-hmm. it gets your dinger yeah. hard. Because, or like, you have you dinosaurs and jetpacks. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Katie. Katie knows. Sometimes you just Katie, have you objectively are... <laughs> bad taste. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's true too. 
Um, I often find it impossible to dislike a game. Do you really? It's like I look for redeeming qualities like everywhere. That's why I didn't give Downfall like a lower score. You're the you're the truest type of gamer. You're always looking for the positive qualities. Yeah, because I don't like certain do you, do you apply that to life though too, and not just games? Like, are you one of those like you always see the upside of somebody and when other people are like that guy's okay. asshole? Yeah, no, I look for the smallest little imperfection. And that's all I can think about. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh. <laughs> and I write that person out. No. Okay. But then in I that might, review, uh, sorry. I might get some hate for this, but I think The Witcher, like all those games, are fucking boring. Like, are you I can't fucking play, no. I can't play any of them. Like, some yeah. people are so, like, best game ever. Like, I can't play 10 oh minutes of Witcher 3. Like, I get so bored. I can, I can understand where you're coming from. Like, for me, it, it was hard for me to keep going with The Witcher, I think, because there was so much content that it was daunting like to me. Yeah, yeah, it was daunting because, like, I knew I. It would take me so much time to finish, and I, I probably wouldn't have that much time. So it was like, it, it's almost like too much content sometimes. That's why I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking exactly. forward to playing smaller games like Firewatch. And I'm actually, I was mad because I got, I got super hot. Uh, I was one of the only, maybe the only game I've ever backed on Kickstarter. And it came out like a couple weeks ago, or maybe a week ago. But I haven't been able to play it yet because I've been so busy. So I'm like I'm waiting to play games like that that are like only a few hours long. But I want I want them to be like good hours and I want to be done with them. Like I'm gonna uninstall the game, I probably won't play it again. Yeah. I mean and again when it comes to and I totally even um until like it took me discipline to get through, so I pretty much played all the Grand Theft Autos now, but that was always my thing, like especially with the later ones where there was just once you got into the main story and then there was so much to do. That's the, I mean, I know the Witcher is like it's not even remotely comparable. But where it was like there's so many things I would just like shut down, you know, when I go to a convenience yeah. store, like where I can't handle it. I, too much choice or just too much content. I'm like, I just don't even I don't know what path to go down. Like, I don't know if I'm playing this the right way. Like, I, it's almost too much for me to enjoy. And I feel like The Witcher would have that crippling effect on me, too, where I'd just be like, there's just too much. I don't know. I don't know what to do, but I've gotten a little better at it. So maybe I feel like I want to be able to see the end in sight. And with a yeah. game like The Witcher, yeah. I enjoyed it. But I also, it's just like the whole, the fact that there is so many side quests and all of that, it's just like, I, I'll never know when I'm done. And it turns out it might take me like 300 hours. Like, I don't have 300 yeah. hours. I want to have 300 hours, but I don't. Yeah, I play games to kind of like, like, I don't know. I've had a long day. I just want to come out, come home and like, just be dumb. Like, I just want to be stupid. And like, I just want to shoot something. Or maybe I just want to like, play Rocket League. Like, for instance, Rocket League's a great dumb game because you literally just boost around and yeah, yeah it takes like, no skill, low skill selling. Exactly, play it. yeah. it's like Call of Duty on. It's like card, <laughs> Call of Duty with retarded RC cars for <laughs> for fucking jocks who used to get penises in their mouth when they were getting uh, led into frat houses. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I totally agree. I agree oh, with what you're saying, a, Brad. Quite a critique. <laughs> It's pretty no, good excerpt from the IG interview. I was trying. I was. Trying that was to actually keep the Machinima inter- That was actually the Machinima review. That's, I'm the official <laughs> oh. reviewer for Machinima. <laughs> you know, ultimate title: Call playing, of Duty. Playing, playing Rocket League is like a frat boy getting a penis in his mouth. Quote oh. me. All right. Eight point five out of ten. No, no. I, I, uh, but I know what you're saying about it being like mindless in that sense, or, or just like you can turn your brain off and. Yeah, when when I get into Witcher, it's just like you're overwhelmed with information just like immediately. And it's like, yeah. I, I'm not interested. Like I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, okay. And it, so it, was there anything else besides you shitting on The Witcher and playing uh, Rust, another shitty game? No, I sound like a horrible gamer when you see it. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm just calling it as I hear it, Brad. That's all. But, you know. No, that's all I've done this week. So. 
as far as games go. Okay, cool. Uh, Katie, what about what about you? Well, while surfing through the the sea of Dark Souls three spoilers, been able to get a, a few games in. Yes, uh, I played a lot of Downfall. Played yes, a lot you did a review. Downfall. Pimp out that pimp out that review, by the way. Yeah, I'll pimp out that review. I'll hit I'll hit you up with the uh, yeah the hit that link up for people. That hot link. Uh, that game sucks, but uh, it's also it gets a lot better. Because, like, from the beginning of the game to the end, it's one of the... Because you play it, and, like, the beginning, when you hear, like, that voice acting, you know, like, yes. it's god-awful. But, um, towards the end, like, I'd say the last, like, 30 minutes to an hour of that game, it takes a huge, like, step up in, like, writing and quality and how everything's put together. Yes, uh, it does. Yeah, it honestly does. Have you finished it, APL? I mean, a toilet would have been a huge step up from that prologue, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. I'm not saying no. It's no, I finished it. Yeah, I finished it on on stream, and uh, I oh, okay. I pretty much am in the same boat as your review. I might have rated it just a tad higher, but uh, you basically well spoil. Well, I don't know. No, people have to check out the review. I'm not going to spoil it on the on the audio version. Go check but out the I basically fell. That's right. Check yeah, it out on the website. But I'm pretty much in the same space as you are, Katie. I mean, we're talking about it, but I. I Definitely, like, the voice acting for most of the characters, not all the characters, but most of the characters was, was yeah. pretty terrible. There's, like, like the one lead. character at the end, which yeah. is, like, why? how's they get this one guy with, like, great voice acting? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but the game basically intrigued me enough the whole time that, like, I couldn't put it down, and there were certain things. Like, you were talking, you talk about the art style in the review. I think that's a good, uh, one of the points for it, 100%. Yeah. Um, it's unique quality. looking. Uh, it's the like it is brutal at times. Like stuff will happen where it'll be kind of like there'll be a lull for a bit, and then um, like something absolutely yeah. like just fucked up will happen, and that kind of kept me interested. And I, I really wanted to see where it went. Like it doesn't change the fact that the writing was was really rough most Awful. of the entire yeah. game. What, um, um, but they did a few ending? things with like a few twists. I got the ending spoilers, boys. So turn this oh, off man. if you're gonna play Downfall. But spoilers. I'm gonna wait one, two, three, four, five. If you haven't turned the podcast off by now, too bad. Um, I got the ending where he gets knocked out by uh, the cat lady when he's trying to revive. Um, right, yeah. I don't know if that happens all the time. That's the one. And I then, got. and then, yeah, basically, he wakes up and then burns, kills everybody in the house, and then he's basically holding his Wait, wife's he body. He wakes up and, and yes, kills he wakes everybody? up and, and kills everybody and burns the burns the apartment building right now? down. Yeah, yeah we're we're spoiling spoiling it. We're spoiling so that was my that was my ending. Yeah, and then he gets away holding his dead wife's body, and that was my ending. Wow. Yeah. I think my ending, you know, I don't remember. I think he might have killed everybody. My ending, I remember uh-huh. him leaving the house holding his wife. Yes. But I don't was know. Was the house on fire? Was the house on fire? Because that's what my ending was. Because that would I be think, a huge, that would be a huge. I think that's, I'm not going to play it Otherwise, again. people are going to be super mad. <laughs> no, we did. No, well, okay. no one's going to be super mad because it's downfall. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, no, I already, I told people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told people to turn off the cast if they didn't want to hear this part. But okay. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, other than that, I thought it was, I thought that. Like you, you had to play for a significant amount of that ending. You had to play the cat lady first to like get it. Like I yeah, kind which of, I didn't do. Up. I didn't play the cat lady first, so I'm probably. Gonna I was go kind back of like, after. like who is this? Like why are they? Like yeah. this? I'd imagine if someone had played it before, they're like, oh my god, what is that's she what some people. That's what some people in the chat who had played the cat lady already said. Yeah, like they were not about. Away. Yeah, I gotcha. Did you? So you didn't play the cat lady though. You didn't play that. No, I haven't played the cat lady. Okay, yeah, I gotta play that too. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was okay. It's definitely not worth fifteen dollars. I think the gameplay, like, I get that it's like a point and click, and there's no yeah. like gameplay. It's just mm-hmm. moving around and like doing things. But 
it 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 really has some lulls, some really like uh, yeah, absolutely, some boring parts, and a lot of the like puzzles that like don't take any thought. It just feels yeah. like doing chores. Get this right item to do this thing, which gives you right. Item. Figure out what the items do, basically, is pretty. Yeah, much exactly. The, yeah, game. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, I was as. But yeah, other than that, I played down well. I don't know if any Wait, of you a lot played. of games with down in the title. Yeah, okay, I know. Downfall, down well. What's downfall, down, down well? Down well is. Uh, I know it's on mobile, but I'm not sure if it started on there. It's mm-hmm. a. I wouldn't call it a roguelike. Oh god, it's I'm like already a, triggered. But go ahead. No, no, no. It's it's not a roguelike at all. It's um it's like an arcade game. Um you it's you're basically you you're going down a well and you're like falling down and there's platforming while you're trying to make okay. it down. And you have gun boots where you can shoot enemies and you can also land on them and bounce off of them. Uh the sound design is fucking awesome. Visually, it's really good. You unlock like different palettes to use because it's very like simplistic. Uh, every level you beat, you get upgrades. But you, if you if you die, you have to start all the way over, and you get like different upgrades. Uh, and that one's really fun to uh, just like burn some time, do a few runs. It's on mobile, but I haven't played it because of, it costs money. And uh, but yeah, Downwell's pretty good. I'm still playing Undertale. I've got to mm-hmm. the final boss on the uh, the genocide route. Which is fucking so hard. It's very difficult, and I've died like so many times to it. But it's there, and it's also that game is so well done. There are so many times where you just have to like put your controller down, and you're either like your mind's being blown or you're laughing so hard. It's uh, that it's really good. But uh, I'll I'll grind at it a few more times tonight. Hopefully, beat it. You know, sometime in the next month. So that's just a crazy fight. I gotta play that one too. I have it, but I haven't haven't started it yet. But yeah, uh, everyone sure. basically, it's like every people are like you played Undertale. You gotta play that. So yeah, yeah. If you play that, you definitely have to put it in a sub only mode. For uh, okay. Sure. For okay, gotcha. Yeah, because that would really affect my chat because people still fucking will do whatever they want. But yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Dark Wings here too. I would say that I'm having a bad time. If uh, if you played the game, you'd get that. Okay. But uh, yeah, other than that, I'm also playing through Demon Souls. I'm going mm. to like go through the whole series again to get ready for Dark Souls three, and uh, that is it's um it's lacking like a lot of the polish of like Dark Souls and um like the later games, but the level design is like still top notch in that, and that's been like a blast to go through again, even though it does have a lot of systems like world tendency that I just hate, but uh, that's been really fun, and. Uh, yeah, it's all I can think of that I played other than like, you know, a scattered match of Rocket League every now and then. Yeah. but uh, You know what? I, I just realized I did play something else and that's my um, Blizzard games because I've been trying to get it. I don't know what it takes to get the Overwatch beta, but uh, I've been playing Diablo 3 and I tried dabbling with starcraft again but you've just been playing blizzard games in hopes that that's how they're <laughs> picking <laughs> overwatch people well i i heard diablo got got picked so uh or got updated so um i just thought maybe i don't know what they're requiring to give to people no, I wish I, I could... no you've tipped your hand you you're just basically playing blizzard games hoping you get an overwatch right. key yeah, yeah I, it's fine no it, it makes sense i would do that too I play um, a lot of Hearthstone. I just have to. Spoiler know. alert! I just got an email from Blizzard saying that if you have Rust installed on your computer, you can't get the <laughs> fucking beta. So, sorry, Brad. It's like you're but, gonna have to install. Yeah, I heard. I heard they got updated anyway. So I was like, feeling like trying it. 
I just want Overwatch. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't tried the new Diablo patch, but I did see that got an update. So that's what I've been playing. I was just pissed about Overwatch because I still don't have it. But. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, all right, Brandon, what about you? Did you play um, anything this week? Only thing I've really played is just I played a little bit of Hearthstone and on uh, on the plane uh, to and from Orlando, I played mm-hmm. some FTL. That's kind of my go-to yeah. offline game. Yeah. And uh, I just... I actually I like watching people stream that game, but like I'm so bad at FTL, I'm not even good at easy. And there, you know, there are people like Lethal Frag that play on hard, like no pause or anything, and right. I can't even play. Like I can't even, I can't even complete successfully uh, with probably like a fifty percent win rate on easy, mm-hmm. and it makes me feel yeah. bad about myself. But I love the music, like I love the game. I just it makes me realize when I go back to play it that I've put in a lot of hours to that game over you know the past few years and I am mm-hmm. still so bad at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's that's all I've played though. Okay. Uh and I'll go real quick. I downfall, which I beat last week. I think that was really the only single player thing, and then just, just tons and tons and tons of uh of Counter Strike um lately. I don't know, I'm back on the I'm back on the Counter Strike uh, bandwagon, not bandwagon. I mean, I've been playing, I always play Counter Strike, but I've actually really been enjoying the game. I guess that's the difference. Sometimes I play it, and I, <laughs> I, you know, it just depends on the day. I don't enjoy it as much, but I've been having a lot of fun with the game. Um, and Did you I think watch we'll any talk about this weekend. Yeah, so I will talk a little bit about that. That was the other interesting kind of parental thing that happened this weekend. So I, oh, I was yeah, watching. I saw your tweet. I did want to. Yeah, I, I did want to mention that. I saw your tweet with your parents yeah. watching Counter Strike. So yeah, so I we just had kind of like a lazy um, Saturday up until the the concert. So my parents were around and we were just chilling like in in the living room. And they have a Amazon. Oh, this is not product placement, but they have an Amazon <laughs> uh, Fire Stick, which I also have trademark. Really? Um, How do they like it? They love it. Yeah, they love it because they, they, they're going from – they have a pretty nice HDTV, but they were using they, – the only thing that they were using for their Netflix, they have a Wii U and they were using 480 <laughs> oh, no. on Wii U, my poor parents. And so finally, oh. they got an Amazon Fire Stick and you know they, they love it for Netflix and the other stuff. So I put the Twitch app on because I was like, man, I want to watch Katowice. And so um, I turned it on and obviously there were some great matches. But in the finals, basically when I turned it on, uh, yeah, it was – well, that would have been Saturday, right? The finals were Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I think I'm right on that so. on my timeline. Yeah, and um, so obviously it was Fnatic versus um, Luminosity. And they just – my dad, they both just were sitting in the living room, and I didn't expect them to necessarily be interested. But as it started like – as it started going on, and they're like seeing like this stadium, right, with all these people in it. I mean, and they're, they're not like oblivious to esports. They know – I mean, but I don't really talk about it with them all that much. But they know that I play Counter-Strike and, um, and was, you know, I was never professional, but played on teams and stuff. So it was always a battle in my house. But so they saw it and like, oh, my goodness, is that like at a stadium? And they saw the stage set up and they thought that was ridiculous. And then they just started watching uh, as the game was playing out. And so they're asking me, like, so who's the favorite? Who's the underdog? So I'm, I'm, I'm giving them all this background. I'm like, so Fnatic is like the Yankees of CSGO. And so like so my dad can understand. He's like, oh, OK, I got it. I was like, they have like four or five of the best players in the world at any given time on their team. They basically you could they never say die. So like even in that first match, Luminosity was up 12-3. I was like, watch, they're not going to win this game. And sure enough. Fnatic comes back and and wins it, but my and my mom's asking me like, how do you you know what does the bomb plant mean? What is the round timer? And then like when the round timer <laughs> disappears, my mom's like, oh, the round timer disappeared. Does that mean that they planted the bomb? I was like, yes, mom, that is exactly right. <laughs> so they, I'm, I'm not kidding. They watched for a solid like two hours wow. uh, for the first two maps, and they were they were like enthralled with it, and uh, awesome. like they were even commenting after the fact. They were like, I totally get why this is like a huge spectator thing. They were like, That's it's really super cool. accessible. 
uh, at least with Counter-Strike wise, they're like after it is explained and you know what to look for. Even my brother, who is not a video game fan at all, like didn't get any of that gene or just doesn't isn't interested in it. Watched it with me, watched the finals and was like, I this is like really hype. Like, I, I really understand. So that was a cool moment that, yeah, like, the, and they're really like a cool lot that more. You can, you can get all your family like at once <laughs> in watch. the esports and <laughs> yeah. one event does it. Right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were they were really they were really um, they were really psyched to like finally like kind of understand it a little bit and uh, definitely got like why it was why it was entertaining. So, um, yeah. Then having like a, a League of Legends game on. Right. Like, exactly. Like, no. And that, that was yeah. the other thing. Yeah, that was the other thing, too. Like if it had been like Dota 2 or League. It definitely oh, would yeah. have been, but so for, so to me again, it just proves why. Like, I mean, it, it proves to the, to me why it's one of the reasons why Counter Strike is like rising in popularity so much. Because I do think not that people don't know about Counter Strike, and I don't think it's necessarily like a huge surgeon like surgeons of fans that are my parents' age in their fifties. But it it is like it is something that's pretty accessible to people once you watch for a little bit. Like you can start, you can pretty much understand. Oh, yeah. Like these five guys have to kill these five guys, and there's a few caveats to that, but it's 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 pretty. Yeah, I think, I think so, yeah. that's I think that's why uh, like Rocket League has also done pretty well because Rocket League is yeah. pretty easy to understand. Totally, and yeah. uh, like you know, leagues and League and Dota and and those types of games, they it's hard to watch as a new spectator. Whereas Counter Strike, yeah, I feel like that your your example is the perfect one where like your parents watching Counter Strike yeah. by the end of you know a couple of matches, they were able to understand at least the yeah. basic concepts, and they're not they're not like analyzing the meta. But no, no, they totally. can watch it and enjoy like, it. Even it was really cool though too. It was like questions like so they're like so because they had never seen anything like it. So they're like so they didn't realize that the spectator client. It took them so it took them like one match and they're finally like those guys can't see those guys through the walls, right? And I was like no 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 no. I was like that's for us, right? I was like that's for us. And they're like oh that makes so much sense. So like they're like oh and then they, then they appreciated they're like oh that because I was like well that can't be that hard if they can see through the walls. <laughs> And they're like, oh, now I now I have so much more respect for the skill. I was like, yeah, right. Like, no, that they can't. A valid, a valid thing, though. Like, unless you're thought. unless you're flush, a Kappa. But no, um, <laughs> yeah, I hate myself. <laughs> but um, yeah, so even just stuff like that. But it's like to to a person that's never like really spent any time watching anything like that. But it also it also proved to me how amazing the spectator client is on in 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 Counter Strike Go, and and like how much information is on screen because I was even noticing things looking closer that I kind of like just take for granted having watched so much CS but I'm like you know obviously all the health seeing what weapons are selected all that kind of stuff um was really helpful to them and then by the end of it they were like okay so this is a 2v3 right like they were like testing me wow. like just to make sure that they understood what was going on I, I was like yep, the lingo and everything oh, yeah that's awesome. I'm telling you man they're gonna if I turn it on like it's good now that I know if I go home and there's a CS event I can turn it on and they'll be like down to just watch it with me like anything else that's awesome that's really cool yeah that was pretty solid so um but yeah so Katavite was was really cool that final was awesome even though it was 3 uh and you know Fnatic continuing to prove why they're just the best team in the world um it wasn't it was like I mean two OTs in that in that 3-0 and Fnatic having to come back and and, and win that but it was uh, it was really entertaining there was like good matches throughout the entire weekend I thought the production was really solid um, the casting, that final casting, like of Anders, Semler, um, Moses together is just That's a great combo. Or, orgasmic. Yeah. And they, they really fed well off each other. And yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty solid. So looking forward to the major. Yes. The major, which I think that'll go. I don't know if we have, well, we have, we're going to talk about that in the news, uh, in the quick hits a little bit, but yeah, the major has a little bit of money behind it actually. A just bit. a tad. A little bit. So we'll get to that in uh, in a little bit, but let's, let's jump into the news here. Um, Let's talk about uh, something that all of you should be super excited about. The Universal Windows platform 
and um, Tim Sweeney's uh, thoughts on it from uh, uh, I guess this was I'm assuming this was this week, Brad. I don't know when he said yeah. when he said yeah, this, this all bubbled up this week, and like this, yes. so the Universal Windows platform is basically like kind of the the platform behind the Windows Store on PC. So that's why it's relevant for this story right. because like the Universal Windows platform is like their idea that you can create an, uh, an, an app or a program that runs on desktop, it runs on mobile, it runs on like tablets, you know, that's like the whole universal piece. Um, but that, that idea comes with a lot of restrictions when it comes to games, especially. Um, and Scott, you were talking about um, the people that yeah. bought rise of the tomb Raider. <laughs> yes. On the, on the, on that platform. And so, yeah, basically uh, and this, so so anyway, Tim. Just and to give you, you know, context for like why context. this is all coming to a head. Yeah. And Tim Sweeney, Tim Sweeney is the is the co-founder of Epic Games. So anyway, sorry, that's his that's his pedigree, and he wrote like a basically like an op-ed, a pretty long piece just about why this is uh, absolutely terrible. And this this is one of his quotes. He said, "PC um, Universal Windows platform can, should, must, and will die as a result of industry backlash." So he says that, and then to give you some context, like Brandon's saying, the, some of the stuff that's been going on. If you're buying your games via the Windows platform, uh, so like if you picked up Rise of the Tomb Raider, which you know debuted on PC, on Steam, and Windows Store, those that forked over the money for the Windows version were disappointed to find a host of limitations, including not being able to turn VSync off, no SLI or Crossfire support, and no EXE file that can be loaded into Steam for use with the overlays or big picture or anything like that. So, I mean, again, if you're buying, if you're not using Steam and you're buying, I would question you know, why you're using the Windows Store at all. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty fucking huge deal. <laughs> that the, it's, like some it's of those one really of those basic... things that I think you, you wouldn't necessarily think about that no, you think if you're thinking, true. oh, I'm making a game. And like, yeah. sure, I'll put it on Steam. I'll put it on the Windows Store. Like, why not, right? But then now these restrictions basically make it a non-starter for, for games if you're missing things like that because the, because the Windows platform doesn't allow you to do those things exactly yeah and so that's i mean that's just and that's just a part of it and um what there was a couple others um in in regards to that but that was one of the big releases that people were just like what is going on and to be fair microsoft phil spencer um at um microsoft responded and said you know we know lists like this include features pc gamers want to see from us basically someone had tweeted and said we want to see this and they said we have plans to improve, and we appreciate your feedback. But I, so I have a question. That's a that's a greater question here. Microsoft is not stupid. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say Microsoft is stupid because I really don't think they're stupid. I think this has to be a move that they're just basically gonna throw a lot of shit at the wall with this thing and see what sticks, right? And and like wait for the backlash because they have to know the backlash is coming, right? Or do you think it's literally a case of them being so naive? Like they have to understand why people enjoy the pc platform you would think of any of anybody microsoft should understand that right but then they push these like draconian like these these console style things on a pc gaming i don't know if they're in the in the cause of trying to unify the experience or or make it i don't know better in their eyes but like there's no way that they didn't think that this was that this backlash was going to come right anybody uh i mean from what i hear like as far as just like phil spencer yeah. Uh, I remember a while ago, like, I see so many quotes like, oh, we're really, you know, focusing on making our platform or our presence on the PC better. And then I see things like this and things like, uh, weren't they talking a bit ago about doing a whole new, like, ecosystem, like, just for, like, games on PC? Like, they're doing, like, a second version of Windows, 
against Rhino's well, that's, Light. That's what, that's yeah, that's basically, that's basically what, this, what is. this is. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. Okay. I think it's, it, yeah. I think it's just like, it's, I feel like they, they probably mean the best here, but like, I think the problem with the platform is that you have to have so much security around it because if it's like, look at the app store, right? The reason right. the, the reason the Apple app store has the reputation it does is in part because like you download something and you can trust it. Now there's right. still like some scam stuff. Like you can find bad apps on there, but generally yeah. speaking, when you search for something and you download it, you you don't think it's going to have a virus. Like you trust that right. application. And so right. in order for windows to have that same, like build that same reputation of, I go to the windows store because that's like the official store. I feel safe downloading things from that. They have to mm-hmm. really sandbox what you can do with things that go on the Windows Store. And because of that, they they trash a lot of these features that are that are like integral to games mm, but require, yeah. you know, some some specific APIs and stuff that maybe the Windows Store doesn't like. I don't know the full technical details, mm-hmm. but that's that's my sense is just this is like a use case that they haven't thought mm. about or put enough time behind to fix it just for games where it's probably not as big a deal for a normal application because they don't need any of that special stuff. That's my thought. Like, that's at least my, like, giving them the benefit of the doubt. But that being said, that completely goes against their whole stance that, like, we care about PC gamers, we're trying to make up for Windows, uh, games for Windows Live. Like, this, this does not do that, right? When, when Epic's CEO comes out and bashes you. Right, Like, you should be having a dialogue with a guy like that about totally. this sort of thing regardless, right? Like he yeah, is someone yeah. that, that how is he coming out and writing a piece like this? Like how does Microsoft not already know his opinion? He's a pretty right. important guy in the industry. You would, yeah, that's a really good point. My take is, is this, is this is just an easy way to port games. Like that's all mm-hmm. I'm, so the Rise of the Tomb Raider, for instance, it didn't have um, like V-Sync and all these other features mm-hmm. because I feel like um, the People are developing for this like Windows ecosystem, and it's just going to be like, like they're not going to want to put the time into maybe developing for just a bunch of random systems or something, and they just want to just put it on, give it to Microsoft and let them push it out as is. And mm. if it's on the Windows Store, like that's just like that's all they're going to do. Like so, mm. from one standpoint, I think it's going to it's like. To me, it seems like a lazy way of doing the games. But then on the other standpoint, it's like this also means I might be able to get some of the games that were previously exclusive to Xbox Mm -hmm. that like now I can get like, will we get like another Halo title on the PC? Right. Um, but at what cost and how locked but down? But would you want a Halo exactly title that's locked with V-Sync that's, on? Yeah, right. Like, that's the thing. Well, like, that, that, yeah, that's I it. wouldn't buy that. Yeah, yeah. Same. Well, I mean that's how dedicated like some people are really dedicated. So I mean like the the racing sim genre on PC is pretty lackluster. So I mean like there just isn't a lot of titles. So some people really might want something like Forza for instance. Now yeah. of course V-Sync like I think everybody can agree just V-Sync is just shit like for for some systems like G-Sync is probably or FreeSync is the only way to go if you're going to have some kind of syncing system. But like um I don't know. You know. If all my games to be more cinematic than a V-Sync is definitely the right That's choice. right. But <laughs> I don't know. I I think 
I think some people would be willing to take that sacrifice on like losing. No, I think it's in between. I, I I do think it's in between. I, I think both of you are right to an extent. Like I I think there's probably. I don't think it's necessarily stupidity or super malicious. I do. I think it probably is an easier way to port the games. And like you're saying, Brandon, too, like having the having that more lockdown um, style, right? Like it, like an Apple uh, uh, app store and stuff like that, where you can trust everything and and, you're, and you know you're it's not just worried about for it. For them to police the stuff on the store, right? When they start right. allowing right. some of that more advanced functionality that that right. games require, then that's harder yeah. for them to police things on the Windows Store, yeah. right? They have to review that content. And like that makes it harder for them, I'm sure. I, there's there's probably a lot of things at play where, as, sure. as usual, like the PC gaming audience and PC gaming developers are a pretty specific, like yeah. part of your audience. It's very yeah. different from all of the other apps on your on your store, right? Games are going to require the the biggest hardware, the most advanced functionality, and mm-hmm. and so like they can either put the effort behind developing and making that like a good experience for the Windows mm-hmm. Store, or it sounds like they haven't done that work yet, and so you just kind of have to neuter your game and take these features out, and yeah. I mean, I think that, that all the backlash I've seen so far agrees with what I feel like, is like, then don't do it. Like, don't say you care about yeah. PC gaming, and then have the Windows Store be like a really bad place to download games, right? Yeah. When I, if I download yeah. Rise of the Tomb Raider from the Windows Store instead of Steam, and then end up realizing that like there <laughs> yeah. are critical features that are different, and taken yeah. out because just simply because of the platform it's on, then like totally. I'm never going to buy from the Windows Store again. And that's, totally. that's like I mean, that, they, they're ostensibly yeah. trying to compete with Steam, right? Like right. you're going to have to be at right. least as good at, as Steam at like the distribution of games. That's mm-hmm. that's the basic level. Totally. I, so I'll read one more little paragraph that he that he had said, which talks to kind of what you're saying too. He said Microsoft has launched new PC Windows features exclusively in UWP and is effectively telling developers you can use these Windows features only if you submit to the control of our lockdown UWP ecosystem. They're curtailing users' freedom to install full-featured PC software. Again, a good example is Rise of the Tomb Raider. And subverting the rights of developers and publishers to maintain a direct relationship with their customers. So, like you're saying, I mean, if you're if you're a game public, I mean, you would just say, you know, our product, we're not going to make our product available on your... But again, like, Microsoft is a huge, you know... They're a huge player, right? Potentially for a lot of these well, they developers. Could be, but like that's they could the thing be. is they're not today. They have no not right now. today. Yeah. But they right. in theory they do, right? Because they can yeah. kind of build it and integrate it into Windows. And yeah. I think that's what everyone assumes they will do to, mm-hmm. you know, more and more with Windows ten. Um, but like, you know, you're you there are so many other platforms that are providing a good enough experience for getting games. You have Steam, you have Humble, you have like, you know, EA and Uplay and all of these like they're differing quality, but they're still yeah. like you know they're they're good enough most of the time. And like the Windows Store, the the one thing they have in common is they're not like intentionally gimping games to fit within yeah. this framework, right? And that's what I think. Why would you go for this platform just because it's owned by Windows? I think it, it's not yeah. uh, like the pull is not strong enough yet that you're gonna like just submit to what Windows wants to to what Microsoft wants because it's it's got to be on the Windows Store. Like, no one goes there today anyway. I just yeah. remembered something. Something this week came out about uh, one of Windows' new exclusive, like, Windows Store games, Quantum Break. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something was revealed this last week, I think, um, where parts of the game... So it's it's like a blend of, like, basically TV and, like, gameplay, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. From what, I, what I've gathered is that um, the PC version, you actually... 
will always have to require an online connection and they won't let you download like the TV, like the, mm. the, the television parts. So like if anything, like that's, that's so horrible for like a first huh. game on the new windows store. Yeah. Like, like um, they're one of their flagship, like this flagship game. On yeah. There. So, well, so they say it's because, because some PCs will have like 4k video. So it'd be un, unrealistic to download that. So you're going to have to stream it. So, uh, so I, they're I don't talking. Know. They're using like TV channels in the game, or it's like a blend. So basically, you like the cutscenes are actual like video that they've mm-hmm. captured, and then you play huh. the game. I think so. Oh, okay, I don't know. I it's it sounds strange, but like just to have that like option where Windows Store is already restricting you to like online only all the time for their like first game, like I don't know. That just sounds. Yeah, I don't see why they couldn't just do like a fake because like you can do a fake TV like channel, you know, unless it's like something bigger than just having like a TV going on, like playing something. All, all I, I'm see, not sure. I could be like totally ignorant on this. All, all this means to me is that like I think Quantum Break is going to be a colossal failure. Like it sounds it sounds to me <laughs> well, like they're, they're sort of just say, setting yeah. up col- they're setting up Quantum Break for failure. Like I don't think Quantum Break is going to launch the Windows Store into like this player in the industry overnight. I think it's basically going to be quantum break launches and then no one ends up playing quantum break because it's nowhere yeah. because it's only on the windows store. And that means most yeah. people will never see it. Yeah, it's true. And that's a shame. Like that's, yeah. that's unfortunate, but yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye. We'll keep an eye on the universal windows platform. And uh, if you're using the service, um, let us know, you know, send us an email about how great it is or not great. If you're passionate if you're, about the, the universal yeah, if windows platform, there might be, we might means. have a listener or a viewer. Yeah, you're right, Brandon, who's super passionate, who basically is uninstalled steam. They don't want anything <laughs> to do with it. And they're only going to buy games that are available on the universal windows platform. So if you're one of those people, tell us. About they wouldn't it. let me refund know. firewatch. <laughs> yeah, that, was it. It. <laughs> that was it. They were done with steam. Um, all right, so this was from last week, but this is too good to not actually discuss now. And I mean, not shocking, but I'll just read the headline: Senator who blamed video games for violence jailed for weapon smuggling and corruption. So definitely Damn. just right off the bat. But um, so this is, and this is a U.S. senator. I mean, he he really didn't like video games, at least in the public public sphere. He campaigned against video games, blamed him for causing violence. Um, he was Leland Yee, um, and he has admitted and is now in jail for political corruption charges, including accepting bribes for favors. He, involved, he, would, he, he agreed to being uh, involved in a plot to smuggle guns from the Philippines into the U.S., um, and a, among a couple other charges, um, racketeering, selling guns without a license, agreeing to join a murder, a murder for hire plot suggested <laughs> by an undercover FBI agent. <laughs> uh, but you know what? The thing was, I bet, I, I bet the story's going to come out that he was playing video games, and this is the reason that he was violent. Mm. So maybe this isn't actually hypocritical. I bet you Damn. like he heard, he was talking about he was rallying against GTA and all these games and finally he was like maybe I should just try them before and he started playing them and he became violent and he started and he started he was like man I can smuggle weapons that's not that maybe, think, maybe uh, his coping mechanism for being addicted yeah. to violent video games was yeah. to rally against them so harshly oh. so that if they oh. did get finally get banned he can reclaim his life. But it didn't Brand, work out that way that. for him. I, th- I feel well, like it could be that. You've got to consider he's a senator. He has a lot of stress to relieve. So he might have yeah. seen Nekopara in an advertisement. <laughs> and that was this like entry point, you know. 
and just got him into the so he, he tried to blame video games for the sandy hook incident which was that's real sick and he said um gamers have this is what he said in regards to to gamer he said gamers have no credibility in this argument when we were like, no, that has nothing to do with Sandy Hook. He said, gamers have to quiet down. This is all about their lust for violence and the industry's lust for money. <laughs> this is a billion-dollar industry. This is about uh, self-interest. So he had a lot of nice quotables. All video um, game players and their yes. lust for violence. Yeah, absolutely. This, I mean, I mean you, you, could, you honestly could see this on the onion and you wouldn't bat an eye. To- no, totally. Yeah. Like it's kind of an onion. I feel like what we're saying, though, I feel like what we just did was we actually made it an onion article if it actually <laughs> playing the video games and then rallying against them. And then I mean, actually... that would make more sense. Like, at least there would be a cohesive story there. This to me is just like, not only is he just like, seems like a legitimately bad person for yes. constantly going back to the well of like, violent video <laughs> games are causing all our problems. Like, yeah. you know, let's blame, let's always blame like gamers and gaming and and the, for the violence, and then he's he's involved in like a murder for hire plot. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, FBI come agent. on, this yeah. is this is like this is the the kind of thing that you can't make up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So again, I mean, it just goes to show. I mean, this is not anything new. I mean, we, you could you could replace video games with people rallying against all you know people, especially in government, rallying against certain things, and they're being caught for the things that they're rallying against. So it happens a lot. But usually, the person that's screaming the loudest against something is probably involved with it in some form. So I so I think, uh, Brandon, I, I would not be shocked, like you're saying, that he would be found to be have been playing video games yeah. and therefore getting like, corrupted. It's just, it's, just such a, it's, a, it's a real <laughs> shame when someone like this, for so many years, yeah. like sure. because of their position, you know, they yes. do cause damage. Like they're, they, people, people see what a senator says, and, and a lot of people take that seriously. Sure, and yeah. they take sure. that viewpoint as credible. But then, it, you know, today, now, no one would believe him if he was if he was spouting off stuff about video games because now he's like the, you know, he's literally been convicted for, for serious crimes. But for a long time in his office, he was talking all this nonsense and people believed him because he's a senator. And it's just like, I just, oh man, the hypocrisy is just so rich that it's a shame that so many people probably implicitly had their views changed because of a senator saying this this garbage right exactly so i mean at the end of the day though it is i mean it always it is good to see a hypocrite like this uh getting or not not even just a hypocrite but just a shit person like you're saying (laughs) uh brandon just uh get get what's coming to him so if you if you're uh, cynical about government by all means read this story (laughs) exactly you'll feel you'll feel it'll it'll depress you but you'll also feel good for for maybe a little bit but then you'll be depressed again but um, all right. So this this was this was actually yeah. This is another story from last week. But again, too good to not yeah, talk this about is this some week. Delicious. This stuff. is this is amazing. Yeah. Just just for some of the unprecedented things that occurred and things that came out of Gabe Newell's mouth directly in regards to this. So, um, you you probably heard last week that Gabe Newell uh, they fired the Shanghai major host and production team, um, for um, uh, huge problems basically with the production things that were said. Uh, by by the host James Harding, and um, so the thing that I really love about this story is that Gabe took directly to Reddit and the Dota Two subreddit to to discuss kind of basically what happened. Obviously, Harding tweeted um, that he had been dismissed last week and said that it was Valve's decision. Um, and this was at, this was the Shanghai, obviously Dota Two major. And I didn't actually watch it, but I, I had heard I heard a lot of people saying that it was pretty much a fucking. It seemed like a shit show, um, and. Yeah. From what I've understood, James has been known in the past to say some like pretty 
interesting yes. things like yes. how he's shown up to an event in a hotel he had did lacked like porn options or something and this is while he was casting a major this is this is right like a major that. event run so, by valve right which, i don't know if that's true or not i just read that but um i mean uh, yeah i mean if you want to be taken seriously like that kind of shit can't, can't be yeah absolutely well i think i mean there was a couple things that he and a lot of people so i actually read through the subreddit and people were saying well it was because the production was so terrible and he was having to stretch for for insane amounts of time so mm-hmm. that was part, but again, then I heard other people said, "Well, no, but you also it doesn't matter if you're stretching; you have to be fucking professional. It doesn't it doesn't matter." So I agree it's, with that it's too. It's one of those I, like perfect stories where yes, you can yes. you can choose to agree with either side, and you're not yes. right or wrong. Like there's there's definitely kind of a middle ground there where like James, you know, James's reputation is kind of a little you know to be kind of irreverent. He's you know he's a pretty funny guy, and. That that can come with the risk of like sometimes he doesn't sure. necessarily know where the line is, and sure, and I think absolutely. that that's even doubly that sort of uh, like doubly important when you're talking about an event that is broadcast in and from China, where mm-hmm. kind of the you know like there is not free speech, oh, yeah. and the things that they can, the things that like they can say could actually like maybe get the event shut down or like you don't, sure. you don't necessarily know yeah. what all Valve's motivations are with an event like that like kind of the yeah. the people they have to cater to to make sure that that event can even happen in China um, and like that's what I was thinking about when I saw all this I was like the fact that Gabe came out on Reddit directly and like yes. didn't it's not like it's posted to the Steam blog it's literally just no. Gabe's Reddit account just... and he yep. just holds to Dota back 2 nothing. our Dota 2 yeah, yeah he just holds back yeah. nothing and like nope. publicly fires james and this production company yeah and i was thinking so like, it's got to be it's got to be because yes. like he's showing china that like we don't tolerate this so like whatever right. happened right that's not i don't i don't agree with it that's what i was thinking might have been the case and i've heard people in chat are saying this too but that basically that james whole thing is that he's an asshole right like that's his meme but that's like how he and i don't know if it's comparable to like a thorn in the cs world but maybe it is maybe that's comparable because oh, that's I kind of thorn's thing okay. is he's an asshole and he's going to say unpredictable things on the on the bent on the desk and that's why esl doesn't hire him i mean he's still really good but you know for certain things and especially like you're saying in a lockdown situation in china where you got to be really careful about what you say um, I can see that happening. But I want to read the quote from from Gabe directly. So this is basically what so he said good. on Reddit, and it's it's amazing. So he said two things. He just drops the mic. He said, James, we've had issues with James at previous events. Some Valve people lobbied to bring him back for Shanghai, feeling that he deserved another chance. That was a huge mistake. James is an ass, and we won't be working with him again, which Boom. I just love the idea of Gabe Newell just being like, you're an ass, <laughs> and an we're ass. done. And then he said, and then he goes number two, and this is probably my favorite part of the whole thing. As long as we're firing people, what a way to start the sentence. (laughs) As long as we're firing people, we're also firing the production company that we've been working with on the Shanghai Major. They will be replaced, and we hope to get this turned around before the main event. And then he said he left his email. As always, I can be reached at, you know, his email that he does straight up respond to. Um, So Apparently that's a good move. I read some comments that, like, for some of those, like, the – like there's a lot of like mumbling, like sure, heard, and a lot of like issues. There's some like, yeah. comments on this post, but just... yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I went through the post too, and I mean it was definitely a mix. Like, but I think most people, I think it seemed like it leveled out to most people being like, yeah, like regardless of what his like shtick is and whatever else, like, and regardless of the production problems, like this is kind of what what Gabe had to had to do. And I just but just to, to see him throw down like that, like you're exactly. saying, yeah. I think I think showing off maybe possibly to to China in in a way where it's like okay, like I'm sure they probably weren't happy with. How it was if they were paying attention, but also like I feel like this feels like I feel like Gabe is like just fucking pissed off 
it, it like you know what I mean. Like across. I think he's like, he's fucking mad. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Some balls. This this, this feels yeah. like a like a decision gave could have just made unilaterally. Like didn't even tell anyone. He just wrote up a Reddit post and posted it. <laughs> Like, that's how it comes yeah, off. Absolutely. He's just like, we're firing James. Oh, and by the way, we're firing a production company. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it sounds like it's basically because he said so. That's sort of the tone yeah. of the, of the yep. post. I also wouldn't want to be the, my favorite, one of my other favorite parts is when you're reading that a couple, like a, f- a certain few Valve employees rallied to bring him back. And I'm like, if I'm at Valve, I'm like, I really hope I'm not one of those employees <laughs> that was like, bring James back. Cause you're probably next. Gabe's like, and who were the people that said that we should give him another chance? Cause they're gone too. While we're since we're firing people, oh man! It is, anyway, it is super so interesting that's a good just story. because like Gabe, Gabe hardly ever says anything on the record. Exactly. I mean, the fact that yeah. he the fact that he has a Reddit account, like he very rarely even responds to things on Reddit. Yep. But for him to yep. go directly to Reddit and fire James and the production company for a massive event for the Dota Two community is right. just like just every piece of this. I mean, I feel like the people were just fiending, just like constantly wanting more, oh, and totally. more of this. This actually, this drama made me wish I was more like actually paid attention to Dota because yeah, this this, I mean, I, I love me some for a few days. I there. love some drama. Yeah, like this, like this is fantastic. So, um, all right. So that was the made that was the stuff in the, like the kind of the more main news. Um, but we have a couple quick hits to get to, and I alluded to this earlier. But so uh, MLG Columbus, which is coming up here uh, very quickly. Um, the MLG Columbus major is going to have a $1 million prize pool. Again, this is news last Ooh. week. Really exciting news. Um, for, and this is something that's been, obviously, if you've you know, been following CSGO, people are like, why are these purses? Like, why, are, why is the major? Why is it not like at least a million dollars? Like, look at Dota. Look at all these other things. CSGO's growth has been insane. Well, there you go. On the 23rd of February, uh, on the blog, uh, you know, uh, the valve says we we announced when we announced the first csgo major championship in 2013 we hope the majors would be rallying points for the community uh 10 poll events that could draw new audiences and amplify the value of the events blah 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 basically then they they, they have two paragraphs and then all you need to know is they they say we're pleased to announce that beginning with mlg columbus in 2016 each major prize pool each csgo major will be one million dollars yeah so, i think the story is not just that that mlg columbus the, right. This major will have a million dollar prize pool. It's that Valve it's, is saying every yes. major will have a prize pool of at least a million dollars, which I think is, right. is is pretty awesome. Yep, that's absolutely uh, yeah. Because I think so, that's actually like that's that's one thing that I feel like Dota and we've I think we've talked about it on the cast before is like Dota has this one event, the international right. each year, with this ludicrous prize pool. When really like a better way to structure that community would be like let's take that ludicrous prize pool and spread it out a little bit over the year and you could have you know three four five amazing events instead of one you know really amazing event but you could support your whole scene with like spreading out those events and making sure that like there's some excitement in other things aside from this one you know one crazy thing and like that's what they're doing now with the majors and and with dota too um they're also doing it but um, yeah, like you want to you want to have kind of you want to create like the circuit, you know, and have have people yeah, get excited totally. about about these majors. And one way to do that is make sure that they're like they're some of the top prize money you can win. So I exactly. think it's a good move on Val's part. Definitely. Yeah. And it's not like they so. don't have the cash. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's not like this is going to uh, hurt the bottom line for Valve. Any, I really wish way. I really wish they'd take the like the international approach to like mm-hmm. Counter-Strike where they promise updates if they reach like certain thresholds because there are that times would be cool. where like yeah. um 
I think the community would fund it like a huge pool like they have with the international. Um, and I think there's so many features that like the Valve, like the Counter-Strike community wants that just haven't yes. been implemented yes. that I think I don't see why it's not possible. I just honestly don't know why they haven't. I actually hadn't thought about that until you brought it up. But that, that I mean, that would be amazing if there was something that they could implement like that. Um that would make me wet. I'm actually hard thinking about. I mean, it would make you wet and hard at the same time <laughs> if they did something like that. Because yeah, I think that model is is fantastic. Like, um, yeah, I love that, and I would honestly like be willing to contribute that because I think that's something cool too, where the community actually funds what these pro teams like get in return, right? So it's 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 yeah, I am contributing totally. to this pool, and it's I feel I feel a sense of uh, community and contribution. I don't know. I think it'd be really cool. I just don't give a shit about Dota, so I don't I don't contribute to the international. But yeah, right. Okay. All right. So, uh, so Microsoft, uh, Brad, do you want to talk about this one a little bit in regards to uh, the Hololens uh, and the Dev Edition? Who, who can take this? Uh, I, I can. Stuff? You know, it's it's just that they're open. Um, I just uh, the Hololens, the uh, augmented reality like lens, yes. open yes. for pre order. Um, it starts at 3K, and some people are really upset about it. Um, but really, for what you're getting, like, there's nothing out there like this. Um, so I think we've known that it's been 3K for a while. So I don't think three thousand dollars is completely out of the question for some kind of technology. I mean, it's not going to break the it's not going to break the bank if you're not a poor shitlord. So I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly, <laughs> like, this isn't like the Oculus where right, you know. Right. Um, there's there's like nothing out there for augmented reality. The only reason why you should be buying this is if you're an or dev and you're gonna be making something with this. Um, uh, now I don't know what's going into this that actually makes it three thousand dollars because I feel like, well, the Rift and and this are completely different. But the Rift, the first kit, was much less than this, if I remember right. Um, so I don't know. It might be just Microsoft knowing that they can charge a lot for this that they just do or maybe this is newfound technology but anyways that opened up Mm -hmm. and i just kind of wanted to use that to go into that the htc vive um when that went up for sale they sold fifteen thousand units in less than 10 minutes so my god that's actually okay so for being at least 800 bucks a pop like yeah that that is some mad money um yeah Wow. And there's there's an audience for it. Like some people are like, oh man, I would. I I mean, in our poll, I think it was only like five or ten percent or something that even said they mm-hmm. were going to buy. But I mean, yeah. just fifteen thousand less than ten minutes, like that is insane. Yeah, that's that's pretty solid. I people feel are like it definitely that seeing things like that. I, I'm surprised that so many people went out and and ordered a Vive. Like it's. I mean, I've heard great things. I've heard it's really cool. But again, yes. Yeah. It's. I would not expect that to be a mass market thing, and you know, fifteen thousand units in ten minutes is like that's you know that's Apple iPhone type sales velocity, you know. Right. Um, but that's that's really neat. I think the the it feels like we're entering a point where everyone's like competing for VR at the same time, because now like the Hololens just launched their developer edition, and, and they're clearly something slightly different, right? Like three thousand dollars. That's I guess for developers or commercial, you know, yeah. companies. I don't even know who that's really for. 
Oh, actually, yeah. I, I do remember what made the HoloLens a little expensive, and I think it actually does come with a computer. I just recalled that. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, shit. Explain okay. the price. Well, wow. explain the price. So, wow. s- sorry about that. Um, yeah. So. Still, yeah. They don't um, trust you to build your own computer, so they send you one. <laughs> yeah, you'll fuck it up. <laughs> like, we send you. Oh, but you do have to build for the universal Windows platform, so who knows? Yeah. And then they take 30%. <laughs> Wow. It feels like a lot of people are, are now getting into VR. And I, I think, like, it's one of those things that people will, I think people will slowly come around to as, like, if your friend owns one or something. It's something that yeah. you have to have a friend, like, show it to you right. before you right. really believe them or, or really want one. And so it's cool that, I mean, so many people have pre ordered Vives and, you know, you have Oculus out there. Like, there are. It, the more people that own these, like the more enthusiasts that own them, the better chance it has of kind of hitting that that mass market because you'll those enthusiasts are going to have to kind of show people, look what VR can do, look why it's so cool. Because like even someone like me, like I, I I'm not buying one of these, and I think I feel like I'm in the market that should want one of these. Yeah, yeah, you're a huge fucking nerd, dude. I don't know why you haven't ordered one. I right know, now. I know, but I haven't. I mean, like it's yeah. it's not that yeah. appealing to me yet, but it's clearly yeah. appealing to a lot of people. Yeah, and it's I'm I'm kind of surprised by it. As excited as I am for VR, I'm not rushing out to buy one of these things. But I mean, fifteen thousand people in ten minutes did. That's that's yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah, Do I don't think, think yes, I don't think I don't... it's necessarily. I don't think that I don't. I, I think it's impressive. The right the numbers are impressive, but I don't think that changes. I think what you're saying overall though still stands. I think that I think we're just seriously underestimating the amount of people like die, like diehards who are really obsessed with the technology. And want to get it early. I still think the average. I think I still think even for people like us, I think we'll probably you know most of us will wait. I think we just underestimated the amount of people that are willing to do it. I don't think this necessarily means that it's that the markets for for stuff like this this early is that much bigger though. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't think that's true. That like that, it doesn't necessarily say that much, right? Because if they sold fifteen thousand right. in ten minutes, because there were like fifteen thousand crazy, <laughs> right. you know, crazy raging fanboys, and sure. then they sell twenty thousand total. Right. <laughs> I mean, exactly. yeah, we, it clearly doesn't yeah. tell the whole story, but I, I mean, I was, I guess I'm surprised to see even that kind of pent up demand that like there were, yeah. there were that many people like waiting to right. pre-order a five. I wouldn't no, have thought true. that. Like I wouldn't, I would never have guessed that the numbers were like that, but yeah, that's great. I mean, I want VR to, I want VR to have like cool, awesome, awesome applications that make me want to get one. Yeah. Uh, so the, the more the more of those we have in people's hands, the sooner that becomes reality. Definitely, yeah. I think VR is one of those things that's like G Sync, where some people don't think they need it, and then the moment they try G Sync, they're like, mm. "Holy shit! Like, I need to buy this right now." Like, there's so many skeptics out there, just like, ah, "I don't think I'd really like enjoy. I, I don't know if I'd enjoy this, or I don't like. I don't know if I'd like G Sync." And then they try it, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's just one of those things. I think that I think the that's a that's a pretty good analogy, but I actually think that's why something like G Sync has not gone mainstream because they haven't done a good job at convincing people why they need it. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. the yeah. you know it costs so much more and all of that. Like that's the thing is I think VR can't reach that really low price point yet, and so they have to combat against a a high price and then also something that you can't really show in a video. Like, you have to literally see exactly. it. Same you thing with, like, G-Sync is the same thing, right? You have to just, like, literally look at a monitor in person and be like, oh, wow, that one looks a lot better, you know, at certain <laughs> frame rates. 
Um, but yeah, I think it's the same kind of thing. But luckily, VR has, I think, smarter business people behind it uh, and most of these companies than the G-Sync initiative did. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, all right. We've... Just a little Sorry, side note before we move on since we're talking about VR. Not really related, but uh, did you guys see that Six Flags uh, partnered with Samsung to start putting like virtual reality on like a lot of their rides? Mm, I, did. I just yeah, thought that was cool. interesting. That's cool. Yeah, I did not imagine see that. like getting on a roller coaster, then putting on a headset like shows you're on like a moon or something no, that's, like that. You're that like, I mean, I'd be yeah, that sounds that'd be like, pretty cool. Be awesome. That's actually, yeah. yeah, I actually forgot to mention. Uh, I went to um, I went to Disney and Universal Studios when I was in Orlando for Extra Life. And, uh, and I didn't, I hadn't been to Universal Studios in a long time, but I went on several of the rides and some of them are mm-hmm. like a good portion of their rides are just like, you're kind of in a, you know, in a car or something. And then you're, you're wearing like 3d glasses and just kind yeah. of like you're, so there's this movement element, but then you're just looking at this three, these 3d animations that like come at you or, you know, you're like yeah. dodging something. And that actually kind of feels like basically the precursor to vr like it's an experience mm. that if it was in vr it would just be better it would just mm. be better than but like they they don't obviously haven't had vr for that long uh in this way so that's like the precursor to vr is these like 3d rides uh, where things come at you and stuff and so i i think that's actually probably the maybe even like the next frontier like even before it goes mass market could be like you know the six flag Six Flags or, or Disney or Universal or someone has like theme park rides that have this really cool VR application, but you can only do it by riding the ride. Like they won't let you download it. You know, they won't, there's no way to get I it except for riding it at the theme park. Like that would be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be so cool. Like you get yeah. on a roller coaster and then yeah. you're in like, uh, like Columbia from like Lavish, like Infinite. Yeah. Yeah. I want oh, to, I want to experience birth again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Well, that's oh, a very that's a very specific desire. Poster. That is You're that's a very like specific the, uh... sexual fetish you have, Brad. <laughs> sexual fetish. <laughs> oh, come on, Katie. I, I know I I know that you only said that to me in confidence, but I really have to. I have to. Katie's in thinking like, oh, I could I could be in like the Bioshock world. I could be in the Mario world. And, <laughs> yes, and, and Brad is like, I want to experience again. birth again. I want to fly out of a vagina at like eight miles an hour. I want to experience what it's like to be inside of my mother again. And actually, you know what they could do, Brad? Maybe they could actually. Like run some tests on your mother and actually get like a, a, a an image of what it would have looked like back when she had you, and they can customize the experience or the ride directly for you, Brad. So you can see feel like what the oh, inside wow. of your mother's womb was like. Is wow. that kind of like the dying light, like one million dollars? <laughs> yeah, it's like a really coaster. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, I feel like we could go real I would far pay with this. Big money for that. Like at yeah. like at the test track ride, you customize your car. You know, you, you want do you want it to be like a speedster? Do you want it to have good handling? Like you could do the same thing with a ride like this. Like what? Tell us what your mother looks like. I'm not gonna lie. I would I would pay money to be inside Brad's mother uh, in VR as as a child. Not as a child. Like I want I want to feel what Brad experienced. If he's gonna go that way, that sounded wrong. I really but... wish Brad's camera was on. Yeah, I know. So I, see his, I want to see his face. Still can't oh, find it. Oh man! Right. Hey, he st- he opened Pandora's box. He said it. So. It's not me. Huh. All right. Um, All right. I guess Brad left the cast. So anyway, um, <laughs> we got to talk about we've got we've got one more quick hit to talk about. And this is the fact that um, Ubisoft may have recycled Far Cry 4's map in Far Cry P- Primal. And 
before you say, no way, that I can't imagine Ubisoft ever uh, doing Ubisoft? anything like that. No. No. They're stand-up guys, dude. Do you, don't you use Uplay? <laughs> That's the best fucking thing in the world. They do new stuff every um, year. What are you talking about? I would have you go to the Game Pressure article, and if you actually look, so, and they did some, they basically did the overview of both maps and then just circled the areas of key interest. And it, just glancing at it, even without like diving into the virtual world yourself, uh, it's very, it looks almost... It just goes uh, to so show similar. that like it's companies so like Ubisoft are so comfortable with recycling games anymore yes. and people are yes. willing to like pre-order shit now that like they know that like I've read some of the reviews for this too. It's yeah. like gameplay's okay, it's mis- missing some features from previous ed- editions, but it looks yeah. nice. Like <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like right. oh, that, I should definitely just dump $60 into this. But now it's gotten to the point they're like I said, they're so comfortable that they could just literally take the same map Change I mean, a couple things here and there, make it look pretty. Totally. Um, now they don't even have to really do a comprehensive story because they're literally fucking primates. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So they are that's... in this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there is a story, but I- I'm just saying that, like, it just seems it so like little effort. So, so I really like what the article, though, because it, it goes, um, you could argue that this is just a coincidence. Once you look, uh, again, if you're listening to this, um, it'll be linked if, when, uh, on the website, like for this article. But look at the top down of the map perspective and, the, and everything circled. It's, it's, it's. I mean, it does look like a straight lift, obviously with some things altered. But <laughs> you could argue that it's a coincidence. But it's hard to say what was the idea behind the decision because you know the Himalayas and Central Europe are like, yeah, I don't know, like a thousand kilometers, thousands of kilometers apart, or you know. So it's like again, like why they couldn't come up with. Uh, I mean, and again, I'm sure saving time, Brad, you know, I'm sure it was very easy for them just because they already had their basics or whatever, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's not God. So, yeah, in the article, it said like for this to be a coincidence. okay. but then like I guess they even went as far as like making sure like the the they had a village in the same place in this game as they did in like Far Cry 4. So, I mean, they they deliberately just like just retextured things, change the dialect or or dialogue and just like looks good push it out like i don't know it just <laughs> we got bears <laughs> yeah they'll buy it don't worry that should be God, that should working, be the slogan for far cry primal we've got bears like i make that joke but i like working in retail yeah. it is fucking true people will buy yeah. anything with assassin's yeah. creed far cry on it i think the counterpoint to this though is like i think i saw dave ostry tweeting about this that mm. people you know like Developers recycle assets all the time, and sure, sometimes sure. sometimes mm-hmm. you can tell, sometimes you can't. But like you know, what they can't if if they're having to make new art for everything, then like that slows down you know actually releasing the game. And, and so it's one of those things where like if you're actually the one making the game, there are so many different trade offs. And you could say, okay, well, do you want us to come up with entirely new art assets, or do you want us to release a game you know this mm-hmm. year? Sure. And, and so I, but I think the the for me, I think the damning thing is that it 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 does look so direct, like the whole map, right? It's not like a yeah. part of the map. No. It's like you can actually trace the silhouette of over, you know, almost every piece of this map. And I think that's pro- that seems to be what people have a problem yeah. with, is that like, yeah. it's not like you took, I think it's very different to say like you took a texture, you know, from a house sure. in a previous right. game sure. and use yeah. that texture on a house in your new game. 
I think that's like that's. I mean, we'd be lying if we said like nobody did that because literally everyone does that. Like well, yeah, the Battlefield should, series, right? like if Assassin's you're, if you're Creed, and stuff a lot like of, that. If you're putting a it's lot expensive. of time into like simple textures, then yeah, that does get expensive. Like you know, someone has to make a good like brick mesh and you know wood and all of these different things that we take for granted in the game itself. But someone had to actually create that, and that does take a lot of time. Yeah. But I think right. that's that to me feels different than being able to like overlay the old map on the new map and point out places that are completely the same. Um, now, granted, I have not played you know Far Cry Prime Light. Yeah, me neither. I have not. I, I've not actually seen like screenshots aside from this overhead map. I haven't yeah. seen if they've been able to say like, oh, look, the you know these exact textures in this spot are the same as the old game. Now, if they're completely different textures, if they just took like the shape, I don't know why they would have done that. But if they just took like yeah. the shape because they didn't want to come up with a new terrain yeah. mapping and decided the rivers should be in the same place, like, I guess that's pretty forgivable. But yeah. that seems that doesn't seem like the case. It does look pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, just looking at it, with it's it's pretty rough. So okay, well anyway, again, I, I'm gonna file this though under things that Damn don't shock that would not shock me coming from Ubisoft. Not not you know, and again, you're saying, Brand obviously. Assets get recycled all the time, but yeah, this is just another. Seems like it would be another level, if true to the extent that people who have but played like, the game. Also, think I mean, that it is. also yeah. even if it is, I actually don't really. I don't think it's that big a deal, right? Because if it's yeah. not, if if they recycle, you know, if they recycle so much that it looks exactly like the previous game, then right. no one would buy it. So I yeah. think it's like as long as you you're you you're reusing assets, but you're using them in a way that still makes the game feel feel and look fresh. Like, mm-hmm. let's say you didn't know that you didn't see this overhead map. If you can walk through the entire game and not recognize that the, that some of the assets are the same as the previous game, then I think it's probably fine. It's right. just that like we live in an age yeah. we live in an age of internet detectives, and everyone's going to find everything. <laughs> and so, like, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things that's like if I yeah. if I play through the game and I couldn't tell that they had recycled some of these assets, then does it really even matter? Like, maybe not. Yeah. I would be uh-huh. like truly shocked if it was just as simple as like let's load up the Far Cry Four map and then just start changing. Yeah, I, right. I feel like, like I feel like that's probably so... what they did as far as the like the base. I feel like that we already have this to work with. You know, we'll just tweak some things for this game. Yeah, uh, but I get what you're saying like. about like uh, assets, like reusing assets being totally fine if it fits the game. Like I remember sure. there's like a screenshot for Dark Souls Three, and there was some guy in the comments like. I can't believe they used the same plank shield from Dark Souls 1. That's so lazy. <laughs> what does this say about the game? And then, right. like, they, they can put their effort into something, like, more worthy of their time, I guess. Yep. It's, right. It's, it's, yeah. all, it's, totally. all, it's all time and money. I mean, that's really all it is. Well, time is money, Brandon, but yes. That's, absolutely. That's true. Getting very <laughs> existential. <laughs> yes, let's get existential about this. But totally. I think all right. On the topic of just, you know, really high quality and original games, uh, this we're going to jump into the new releases. Perfect with, segue. I think <laughs> my, Christ. my most anticipated game of 2016. <laughs> Fucking kill me. There's poop in my soup. That oh. is the name of the game. Yes. And now, Katie, we will allow you to take this <sighs> section away. I want to stress that I, was, I browsed through for new releases this week, yes. and I saw there's poop in my soup. And I thought about giving it the time of day, just like I do with like every you know visual novel I see. I thought about like, like I saw a game. Every poop in your soup. <laughs> no, I mean I saw a game that was like a visual novel with you know, and they're all named after battle tanks. 
and I skimmed over mm-hmm. that. But then I see shit like there's poop in my soup. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the description of this reads, there's poop in my soup is a physics based game about a little boy <laughs> who like, God damn it. He didn't Come put on. this in. About- I put this in, by the way, like I had to throw it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad put this in. Physics based game about I'm going to try and read this without breaking. It's a physics-based game about a little boy who likes to poop on passersby. <laughs> by the way, period. By the period, way, period. Yes. And then this yeah. description is horribly written, but yes. Cause as much damage as you can to the streets below. Unlock power-ups and new projectiles what? by completing your... God, I don't want to say it. Do it. By Do completing it. your to-poo list. <laughs> Kill me. Oh, no. Kill me. The trailer. The trailer. I mean, just watching the gameplay. I Oh, good as lord, we, dude. As we scroll down to the about this game, it says uh, the game features three locations and loads <laughs> of characters to poop on. Please feel free to let us know what other features you'd like to see uh, in the game. Space, period. Uh, Jesus. God. Another, you know what? Listen, hey, th- th- Steam Greenlight. Thank you, Steam Greenlight community. I always love seeing the little thumbs up with the Steam. The community helped pick this title by voting for it you in the Steam Greenlight. Oh, this has definitely got Steam Greenlight written all fucking over it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, you know, it looks like it, there's more uh, than just soup. There's also yeah, there's all yeah. like ice cream. It's it seems like you have many Children. many different locations for which you can try to aim. Absolutely. <laughs> in the trailer, it, it looks like you send a bomb of. Who? Yeah, there's like, like bigger, bigger clear versions. Clear them out by waves. It's, totally. Why are they all naked? I because they. Well, uh, they, I mean, they know they're about to get dirty, so you might as well just skip a step. Oh God! I like how the kid has an ass for a face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh wait, I didn't even notice. Oh yeah. my God, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, honestly, you need look no further than than like this as the reason why PC gaming is so great. As dumb as this is, I mean, like, yeah, do you true. really want to live in a world where there's not a game called There's Poop in My Soup? <laughs> I mean, I guess not. Yeah. Uh, Creativity is alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brent, I'll, I'll give you that one, but I, I'm still not going to buy it or play it. But No, of course yes. not. Of course, absolutely you, not. Just the fact that it exists, I see what you're saying. I, wanna you're live, right. I want to uh, live right. in a world where someone thought this was worthy of their time. <laughs> Just, uh, I do. Oh, right. I do want to point out it uh, in the languages section. They have like you know interface, full audio, subtitles. It has full audio for English, French, Italian, German, oh. the whole gambit. I mean, that's I, I, that, you know, you there's know, some genuine effort there. Well, that's, and I, that's bet you, I bet you. I bet you the actual that means they don't have an interface, audio, or subtitles. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Or there's I, no, or there's one line of dialogue, or like. In the entire game, or something like God that. Damn it! Well, I'm actually yeah. sh- not sure what's going on with this game because uh, it was supposed to come out the third. Yeah, mm. I was gonna comment on that. The release date <laughs> the says sixth. March third, and it's yeah, definitely not out yet. It's not out. Anyways, sorry. I, I, if there's no. one game that is ripe for user-defined tags, uh, you know, for yeah. for comedic effect, it would be this game. But there's nothing. There's just indie and casual. Yeah, yeah, they really they are really missing yeah. an opportunity there. Greenlight community, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. I mean, I'm always disappointed, but I'm even more disappointed this time than you guys. But I feel I feel like there's no chance Scott doesn't get this from a viewer 
and <laughs> oh yeah, send to me. No, probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Someone <laughs> will give that to me, and I'll. And I, I say that I won't play it, but I'll probably load it up for a second and then close it after like two minutes. But I might, I might actually give this a try just, just to because I don't. I'm still trying to figure out exactly. Like you, I, you clearly just get points depending on how many people you splatter with your poop. So, <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not. I can't pretend that I'm above <laughs> that kind of humor at all because I'm really not. If anything, this is right in my wheelhouse and my viewers' wheelhouse. So. We'll you see. just want to you just want to make sure that the gameplay is there, like fully fleshed. Exactly. Out. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fully fleshed out. Well, and on to another indie uh, title. Mm, yes, a small. Oh one. yeah, another. It's a it's a bit obscure. Might not mm. have heard of it, but uh, yeah. the division comes out on March eighth. I don't know, you guys, but I will definitely be running this from your local family video. <laughs> but, yes. Um, did any of you play the beta or get a chance to like try it I, out? I was I wasn't interested, honestly. Same, I didn't. I yeah, just wasn't interested. I, I know a lot of people though that actually not a lot of people, but I know a mixture of people that have said that they like it, uh, in a, especially in a group group environment. So I don't know. Yeah. Sham Sham made a very interesting video about it, <laughs> or we talked about it when he was on two weeks ago, but. How, the, um, that was just the beta, so we'll see how the yeah we'll see how the, the description yeah, for their game releases. talks about Black Friday, but they're not releasing on a Friday. Yeah, really? Yeah, well, that is such weird. a miss. What is their marketing team doing? Not only <laughs> not only are they not releasing on Black Friday, which would be yeah. the like the true would make, the true yeah. marketing paramount for this game, but it's not they're not even releasing on a Friday. I can't like I can't even get into this game. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The marketing, yeah, just the marketing, like, uh, inadequacies just turn you off to it. Yeah, I feel yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm, like, they haven't even tried to get me to buy into, the high, like, the, the lore of the game. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about it this game, like... we're talking about Black Friday, a devastating pandemic sweeping from New York, through New York yeah. City. But yeah, I've got right. to talk about that on a Tuesday when this game yeah. comes out. <laughs> well, wait a minute, didn't it get delayed a bunch? I bet that's what they're originally going for, for the game, like, maybe. come out on Black oh, Friday. That's what maybe. I mean, right? You gotta roll with but, the punches, uh, marketing team. Yeah, you gotta figure it out. <laughs> Should wait another six months. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than that, on the 11th, the new Hitman comes out, the new, uh, like, the reboot, the first episode of that, which I'm honestly not interested in at all, because I haven't played any of the Hitman games. Hitman's yeah, one of those uh, games that I, I like the the premise behind it, but I haven't played many of the games themselves. Because a lot of times they'll come out and the reviews are kind of like, eh, you know, not great. But, I, I mean, I, I like the idea. I would love to have a good Hitman game, but I don't know if that'll be this one. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I played a few. I haven't, I, I'm not like a, a huge fan of the franchise like some people are. I We, we had commented on this too. This has... Um, they're releasing this episodically, right? Is, isn't yeah. it still happening? Yeah, yeah it's episodic. Yeah, so, 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 so you can buy the so. pass for sixty bucks, or you can buy right. the first episode for fifteen. That's right. I That's think, right. Uh, or it's prologue and Paris pro- episode. Yeah, like I think you get two. I saw that there are like six releases like throughout its like life cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. March eleventh, you can get your hands on that, and also on the eleventh. PC players can finally get their hands on WWE 2K16, brother. <laughs> you know what? You laugh, but that, that God, wrestling games are so fun. I might. Uh, the, the I'll last take a one look. Was at... so broken, wasn't it? Yes, that? it was insanely broken. So I think uh, I... the last one I played was like old school SmackDown versus Raw 2008 on the PS2. It's just making abominations. Just yeah, 
Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the last, the last, I think it was 2K15 was just fucking, I think it was that one that was just terrible. It was, it was awful. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if this one will be, uh, will be any better, but yeah, we'll see. Definitely might have to pick this up for like Fight Night to play against Diction if, if, if it's like respectable. You definitely have to make your characters for that one. Yes. That's the only way you can do that. That would be fun. Or if it even has online multiplayer, I wouldn't think that it would. I mean, but, uh, I bet. It yeah, will, that's a good. That's a good point. But I would think. Yeah, I would think in today's day and age they would have, have to have to? something. Wouldn't it I would, have to? You would think it would. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, looking I think at like culling. Also this is multiplayer. This yeah. Look oh, at yeah. the look at the about this game. It's got like no, the, the Terminator pack. The culling already came out, by the way. Like they they actually released early, which is something rare. Mm, oh, we that's don't see right. That's right. They yeah. did. I've just seen I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of like talk about that game. Yeah, yeah. It's basically yeah, um, I don't know. It's like a futuristic battle royale. Is that what I'm getting? The yeah, that's what it's. I mean, from gameplay that I've seen, that's basically what it feels like. Yeah, that came um, out this week. Yeah, but that was yeah. I don't know any any other interesting titles that you guys think of. Uh, I hear Stardew Valley is pretty good. I hear uh, Slime Rancher. I don't know how far behind I am on that one. That's funny. Yeah, Slime Rancher came out, I want to say, like a month or two ago. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm way behind. Stardew Valley, though, is pretty interesting from what I understand. If you're like a Harvest Moon fan or Animal Crossing or anything like that. Um, so that should be interesting. Um, but... Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has been out for a bit as well, in case you want to <laughs> oh, shit, revisit it on oh, yeah. Xbox 360. Oh, I forgot to pick up PS3. my pre-order. You think they still <laughs> yeah. have it? Yeah, they're probably still holding it at, the, at your local family. As long family as you video. have your receipt. Yeah, that's right. I'll have to dig right. for that one. All right. We should, uh, we should get into some viewer questions uh, here. Our first one comes from Flansy. Hi, Flansy. And he, uh, he asks us, if had to permanently swap faces with someone, who would it be? And why? I think this oh, came that's... from a series of uh, of tweets for which ah, okay. they were face swapping a barn door mask with their real uh, face. Ah, yes, I saw that. I responded to that, and it was one of the more terrifying things I've ever seen. Yeah. That face swap with the barn yeah, door mask. I, I can't. I can't condone yeah. that because, especially <laughs> like, I mean, a small child may happen to come across their feed. Exactly. At some point. It's it's frankly not suitable for minors. It was scarring. <laughs> I had nightmares. Yeah, it was it was terrifying. Uh, permanently face swap with somebody. That's hard. I mean, that's a big, that's a big deal. I, I mean, like I feel like the, the the question is, if you were to face swap with someone, do you think you would have to, like, do, would people mistake them for you? So, like, if I said, well, yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna face swap with, well, but I think it's thing. literally a, it's a face swap. Like, you get, right, the but face. not body. Like, yeah, just face, oh, right? Oh man, that's so. that's so that's hard though because I don't know how someone yeah. will react if, like, let's say. If if I show someone notable like like Leonardo DiCaprio, right? yeah, and you just if, took his and face. I just switched his face, like would <laughs> yeah. people recognize that it's not Leonardo DiCaprio? Right, like because yeah, it's, it's still my question. body. So I feel like people would feel no, like something's a little off, but that's the other thing too. Like, can you and imagine am I even swapping hair? hair? Like, technically, I'm not. I'm just swapping no face face, face swap. Can you imagine like Leonardo DiCaprio just waking up and he has fucking barn door as his face? <laughs> barn door. And he, it's not even and it's the KV mod A barn door. Oh yes. God. Oh, that would be actually amazing. Really? He'd win so many more Oscars though if he had that. Because he would win them in spite of his mm-hmm. very interesting his roles facial would be features. So much more versatile. They would. They would. Ah man, permanently swap faces with, with anybody. 
I mean, that's so uh, difficult. Just to pick one. Um, I mean, obviously, I would want to be someone that's like super attractive because that'd be a huge upgrade for me. So, like, but again, like you're saying, also body type. I think it would. I think it would be best for you to swap with some, if, if like you're looking for a face upgrade or to become more attractive. I would have to find someone that is like my body type or size, but has is just like super attractive in the face, and then that way I could be mistaken probably for that person, right? Like, because I could like if you're just gonna swap with like some actor who's super ripped or whatever else, then that's not gonna be right, like right, like you exactly. said, Brandon. I don't think people are gonna fall for that. Yeah, you gotta focus so, on like actual facial features. Right, just facial features. Oh man. I don't know. I I'm think really I actually think my answer would be like I want to I want to face swap with just some you know some guy like just some attractive looking guy like a good looking face but no one outside of you know his normal family or circle of friends knows who he is because I don't want to get recognized or or like misrecognized for for being someone famous yeah. or something like that like just yeah. let me pick some anonymous guy you know <laughs> with like a good like a face that looks better than mine not a high bar. Sure. And and then like then cool. <laughs> now I just like I'm just straight up upgrading. Yeah. In terms of facial Yeah, I don't know features. if I could pick somebody super specifically. Oh. I was just thinking if I would just wanted to destroy my life, I it would be <laughs> I would love to have to do <laughs> face I don't know, wouldn't love. But if I hated myself, I would face swap with Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> just to have Rosie O'Donnell's face. Oh no. Face. And actually uh, that would be, be interesting because like yeah. you'd be you'd be swapping for female facial features. Totally. Yeah, and you could swap with anybody. So swap with a female um could be interesting. Um, is this also, because you've it been putting say, on it makeup it and stuff to, lately? It says someone. I have okay, Brad. That's true. That. But <laughs> but it doesn't. Say, it says with someone. I, I guess assuming person. But couldn't you swap with an animal too? I mean, are we are we only talking uh-huh. people here? Because people do face swaps with, with someone. It says someone. Someone. Uh, okay, I, fair enough. I, well, I was going to open that's it up. A weird place for you to go to. I don't know. I was just thinking. Like, can you imagine having your dogs? Your dog's face. I don't want to think about. We're talking that. about upgrades here. You think your dog is more attractive than you? No, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not. I, no, I'm getting away from the upgrade. I'm just we saying. Need, now I'm we just need to get you some self esteem, man. <laughs> oh, my dog, pretty, pretty boy. I'm, I call I'm self-deprecating, but wow, that's that's another level. I always said if I looked half as good as my dog, I don't know what this voice is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right, Brad, what's your answer? Um, I had a couple of mind. Um, my first one was Rick Astley. <laughs> oh, oh man! But wow. then my second one was like maybe I would be the Hutch from YouTube, so people would stop. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's the best Excuse answer me. there. That's a good answer. <laughs> but oh, you're no, just awesome. you're just his face. So like, yeah. the people behind you would have no idea. But you turn right. around and you can introduce yeah. yourself, frankly, as either one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, Brad. That's a good answer. That's, those are my picks. I was thinking people accuse me of trying to replace Hutch. So even if I just got Hutch's Ooh, face I on like this body, I am Hutch. The same thing. I'm like, I turn around like APL. <laughs> I am Hutch. And they're like, no, his face. You actually, finally, him. Like you I couldn't be more him. opposite than Hutch. Like height wise, he's like so skinny. Like it would truly that would actually be horrifying. Actually, someone needs to face swap me, and I need to do a face swap with Hutch and see what that would look like. But it would be. It would be fucked up, but yeah, Brad, thinking, that's really good. I don't even good. know what a good joke answer here is because, like, if I were to say, "Ha ha," yeah. I would, I would face off with Guy Fieri. Like, if you yeah. remove Guy Fieri's, you know, frosted tips <laughs> and like, God. you know, and like his, yeah. you know, just his whole ensemble, right? His okay. shirts and everything. If you just take him at his facial features, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's that funny. He's just like probably a normal looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you're right. I don't. Wow. Hmm. 
That's a tough question. Katie, do you have I've any just been thinking in mind? Of attractive men all this time. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking of like what a, and of course, hardballer. Yes, is probably Wait. my first answer. But okay, as far all as right. like just a sheer upgrade goes, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say your face and hardballer's face actually do not look that different. Wow. I think yeah. you guys have like you know? a similar kind of facial structure. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm not like, sure. I'm trying to find like, ended or not. Really yeah. similar. No, it's not. It's not a like. That's not an offensive thing. I'm just saying, like your face, like kind of the shape of your face. You guys have yeah. similar. Like if you were to switch with Hardballer's face, I don't know that it, I would recognize oh, I it immediately. Yeah, it might take a minute. I think I might have to settle on Linus <laughs> <Settle>. Tech Tips. You take Linus. I would love to see a Linus. It's in not your a bad face looking swap. face. No, that's yeah. a, that's like oh. a decent choice for a face. Yeah, not bad. Would you? Keep, would you pierce your ears? Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. about the ears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, are you actually just saying you want to look like Linus Tech Tips? Like, you're going to have yeah. to do the whole, you're going to have to do the hair like him. You're going to have to pierce your ears. You're going to have to have a beautiful Asian <laughs> wife. And, yeah. You're just going to replace him. Yeah. That's, cool. <laughs> yeah, All that's right. probably an answer. All right. Some good answers there. Good question by Iflancy. All right. So this one, this was a, was this an email? This is emailed into us, Brad? This, this, this was an email, yes. Okay. This one, yeah, I can't, I've been excited to read this one. All right. <laughs> so I will read it exactly as it is written with no uh, alterations as best I can. Okay. Hello, Katie Mod. <laughs> Hello, Katie Mod. Simply put, what do you prefer? Euthanasia or Walt Disney's Fantasia. <laughs> I am I am personally terrified of both. <laughs> kind regards and well wishes, Skeety Petey. Oh, which I think this is actually like, and he included this, this picture as and well. This picture, which is what? yes, amazing. And actually, looking at this written out. It's actually like it's it, it in a way this is it's like art. It's like beautiful. I know like reading it uh, maybe it doesn't sound like it but it it feels pretty deep too cuz I I think being terrified of euthanasia or Walt Disney's Fantasia like being terrified of both of those things makes a lot of sense actually cuz Fantasia has a lot of weird shit going on in it. So um <laughs> I just feel like the, this question is just like is like what happens when you have just this stream of consciousness. Yeah. And you're just thinking of words, and then right. you're like, euthanasia, fantasia. fantasia. <laughs> and also the picture that he sent, Brad, is perfect, like, too. Because that also, like, you have to see the whole package with the picture, because I mean, then it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Can we get a picture? Did you, did you look at it in chat? We actually should have, I don't know, how? maybe we could get a snippet or... It's, <laughs> it's fucking good. Let's see. I don't actually uh, know what the picture is. I, don't think it's I can't tell. Yeah, I've seen it that face. I think I think it's a loaf of bread with eyes yes. in it and a uh, face. It's. I know that uh, one of the people that I know learned to spell this used to be his Twitter picture was somebody that is in here too. Sometimes I, I don't know where it's from though. But anyway, well, well done. I mean, I guess on an objective scale, I am probably Fantasia. He's uh, saying, "What do you prefer?" I, I mean, I, would I, say I don't want to be euthanized. Yeah. So no, but I don't think it means that no. you would have to be euthanized. No. I'm saying that are you in favor of euthanasia? And I would say that I'm probably more in favor. If you had to, if I had to say, what are you favorable towards? In one of those polls where it's like, how do you <laughs> oh, feel from one? Oh, to oh yeah. I see. Euthanasia, what are you Fantasia. favorable? Euthanasia, I'm like a four, and Walt Disney's Fantasia, I'm yeah. like at it like one or a zero because okay. I don't think about it. 
who is Fantasia helped? Like, it's sure <laughs> for that hour, you know, it's a yeah. fun movie. But euthanasia, they're countless little, they're countless pets. They've been a lot of pain that have been put out, you know, of their misery. Mm, and so I as far see. as like a general concept goes. And, I, and I'm thinking about euthanasia even for humans, like with Dr. Death and stuff like that. Like, I, I mean, yeah. hey, if someone wants to, if they're at the, if they're terminal at the end of their life, like, you know, hey, I think they should have that right. Yeah, you, you definitely yeah, throw I'm this question to on the head. Anytime. With the yeah. with the which are you more favorable towards? That's like oh man, that's a hard one. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm not I'm not a huge that's, Fantasia that's, this question fan. Is so, that's why I thought the question was so brilliant too, because I'm like honestly like they don't seem necessarily they're not exactly the same thing, but no, they're in different my, arenas. But if I had to just if if I had to say do I prefer either of these? Yeah, I mean euthanasia probably wins out. I'm not. Yeah, I don't love okay. Fantasia. I frankly yeah. like. The, the concept around Fantasia is frankly pretty terrifying. <laughs> the Brad link, Brad in the chat, you link the yeah. yes, image. Yes. <laughs> it's so good with the image as you read it. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, again, yeah, I need to, if you watch, uh, watch live, you can, you can interact with the chat and see all those beautiful uh, photos. So, all right. Well, well done, Skeety Petey, Petey Skeety, rather. Um, all right. So this is from v- Vaginosaurus. I believe I'm reading that right. <laughs> Um, on Twitter, Vagina. I'm sorry, but yes, I'm sorry, Vaginosaurus, <laughs> Vaginosaurus, Vaginosaurus. <laughs> I just felt like vagina. Well, it's with a J. It's not with a. It's not yeah. with a G. So I don't. <laughs> well, the G was probably already taken. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, Vaginosaurus. We'll just allow it, I suppose. Uh, what fictional game would you like to see realized into some form of of a real life game? Example like Counter Strike, paintball, and actual CS maps. With a single elimination per round format, or something like Quidditch, LARPing, or whatever the fuck those nerds call it. <laughs> um, okay. uh, could they do Hearthstone? Like, is it possible? Oh, that's because there's uh, there are like some things. Yeah. Are you wait? Are like, you thinking like actually just just Hearthstone with real cards, or are you thinking like yeah? Are you thinking I'm, like like when they play chess with people? Uh, you're thinking like let's play Hearthstone like life size. <laughs> you have to. Like have a group of people like to step in for like you yeah. know, the totems. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. That you know, I was thinking the other thing, but that sounds a lot better. I'm gonna go. I was gonna say yeah. One. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't really care about real life card Hearthstone, but I would love <laughs> life size Hearthstone. Yeah, that you exactly. play with people. Interesting. Um, I mean, the Counter Strike paintball thing seems like like I honestly don't know why there's dark. not a paintball place in every single town that does oh. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems totally. like a, a license to print money. I agree. I agree. Like paintball. I know that they've actually done. I've seen stuff on this. Like, um, yeah, I've seen like a, I've seen like a Reddit post. post. Yeah, totally. I'm sure totally. there's like one out there. I'm saying I can't believe that's but, yeah. not like the entire business model. Is hey, you like Counter Strike? If you're if you're looking up a place to go paintball, you've probably heard of Counter Strike. Why don't right. you play on Dust too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, totally. Didn't yeah, they do yeah. that for like COD XB? They like did the did. Uh, yeah that exactly. one model for two maps, maps, which was cool. That looked badass. Yeah, to be it's honest, a really good idea. Um, I would have to yeah, go with uh, Outlast Whistleblower. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> good, God. <laughs> good God, love to watch like that. To that. You'd like to see that in a, a competitive <laughs> come to real life. Oh, it doesn't man. have to be competitive. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we could, I, you know, people, you know, serial killers instead of you know the death penalty, just yeah, have them experience that. Okay. Um, game wise, um, for for me, it's Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, that's a good oh. answer. That's a good answer. Oh man, you just need yeah. really fast RC cars and like a cage. It's 
basically just a cage. I mean, just make it. Yeah, happen. I'm thinking. I'm thinking go to like a monster truck rally. Yeah, make it like bring a, it to. Oh yeah, okay. So you're talking about like you're talking you're talking about life size Rocket League, which in in Rocket League terms, since it's yeah. small cars, they would be like basically monster truck size cars. Mm-hmm. I can get on board with that. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good answer. Um, oh God, I don't know. Oh my God, someone just face swapped me with Rick Astley. Oh my. God. Okay, oh. sorry. I'm just checking my Twitter. <laughs> Rather blame you, but um, yeah, I don't know. All those answers are pretty solid. I don't know if I would have anything to add to that. Um, because because he's saying it's not just competitive or anything. He's just saying anything basically from a fictional game world into real life, and that could that could have some seriously fucked up, obviously, consequences too. Kind of like your. I mean, if we want to get real meta with this, like something like super hot, like Mm. let me let me slow down time as I play this real life game. I'm thinking uh, Just Cause 2 multiplayer. Like, think Ooh. about that playing out in real life. Just sort. Yeah. I mean, but that's <laughs> the thing. is like yeah. Just Cause 2 is like real life. It's just that you can't, yeah. you know, you can't, like, jump on a plane wing and... Right. <laughs> I mean, are we, just, are we just saying, like, you would rather, the, like, the laws of gravity not exist? Because that's basically what you're saying. It's like Just Cause 2 basically is a real life game. There's just, like, no real life uh, qualifications. You're right. I didn't think this through at all. I just I feel like I feel like you're kind of taking the cheap way out. Like, oh, I would just I would just <laughs> like real life to be a game. But when I kill, <laughs> yeah, when yeah, I kill exactly. myself, I like Black Ops too. <laughs> I want to play Black Ops two in real life. <laughs> you know, that's like that. <laughs> I would I would like it if I just was able to like grapple with grapple around the entire world. That would be a fun game. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, we had some interesting. Oh answers. my god! Uh, I saw the Photoshop. I'm sorry. Oh god, yeah, that's oh well god. done. Um, thank you, Vaginasaurus, for that. Good question, <laughs> though. All right, so this one, this is in relation to. Are we? Are we killing that? Are we not doing this? No, no, we can. We can do it. We have to do this it's, just because I thought it was well written. So this yeah, is I, in re- in response to the the le- the last podcast. Um, I'm assuming this is an audio listener. And uh, I'll just read it. And if you listen to the last podcast, I think you'll understand what's going on here. So, dearest Brandon, for the love of Odin, what kind of incompetent, incapable, (laughs) snot-nosed man-child is so incapable that he puts his family and rig at risk with such reckless abandon and disregard for the safety of those in his home and lack of respect for his listeners? I, a filthy audio listener, have been driven up the wall walls i'm sorry listening to episode 225 as the incessant beep or, oh i'm sorry peep as the incessant peep peep, oh. peep chirps <laughs> on in the background as brandon's deep robotic velcro like voice traces my irreverent ear holes <laughs> using my best audiophile sound beats by katie vapes trademark i have narrowed down the offender to barn door his fire alarm is crying out in pain as it dies of starvation. <laughs> in the name of the gods, go buy a damned uh, 12-volt battery and fix the one device that asks nothing of you than a precious drops of power in order to keep you and yours from death by asphyxiation. Wow. Uh, my question, and then he goes, my question for the cast is, what is your favorite cheese-based dinner item? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went all that way. 
Let's do a quest. We went all that way for a fondue question. Cheese based. Sorry, he's not done yet. Love the cast. R. Walski. And then he said, uh, P.S. Katie Zen's new power up for Barn Door uh, Katie Zen, new power up for Barn Door Simulator, trademarked. Okay. Um, and then I guess he said, responsible biped, which is a 64 bit 12 volt battery. It would have a 64 bit 12 <laughs> volt battery icon. Yes. And Barn Door would learn how to adult and gets plus two to perception. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, um, I'm definitely going to have to consider that. Because yeah, this, this uh, is a godlike email. This is really well done. I'm glad we, we get these occasionally. Well done, Walski. So <laughs> what is your favorite cheese-based dinner item? And he, he says it's fondue why for him. Why is it fondue? No, I, no, I mean, it's mac and cheese. That's been yeah. established. We established this, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, cheese-based. I mean, I mean, is pizza considered cheese-based? Would you consider like a grilled cheese? Grilled like che- yeah, cheese sandwich? I guess that depends but, on do you consider it the base? He's right. saying cheese-based dinner item. Cheese-based, yeah. I mean, you're right. Mac, or, mac and cheese okay. is full. The only fondue has to have cheese on it, I would say. But I mean, fond- I think fondue, like typical fondue, is cheese, unless it's dessert fondue. Yeah. The only fondue I've had in like recent memory is like uh, I had Wendy's like loaded fries, and that mm. gave me the shits for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not fondue. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Fuck fondue. I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> Sorry, but I, can I only say that if your only experience with fondue is to be a Wendy's? Did you actually just say the loaded fries at Wendy's? Constitutes <laughs> <laughs> fondue? That's what you do is an art form if done properly. No, they do call them. No, they do use the fondue or fondue in the I see. So I think Listen. That's... Did you really just tell us that you had the only time you've had fondue is on Wendy's loaded fries? That doesn't that is not fondue. Well, and what is? No. Katie, fondue. <laughs> All right, hold on. Do we have to send an image? I mean, oh, God. <laughs> so fondue, generally you dip. I mean, it's just a cheese. It's it's a cheese sauce, right? Or it's, yeah, it's, it's and... basically, it's like, it's like melted cheese sauce. And you you can like dip. So there's a, there's a restaurant, there's a restaurant called the Melting Pot where this is literally their whole, their whole concept is like, right. yeah, there's, melting a, there's a, a like plate or like a kind of big bowl of fondue and it's hot. And you dip yeah. like bread and other like you know fruit and vegetables in the cheese, yeah. and then you eat it. And so the fondue is is what's in this pot. It is the, okay. there is no there is no world I'm living on where Wendy's loaded fries <laughs> can be called fondue in any sense of the word. <laughs> I think they do say fondue though in the advertising. I, to, you to should, back they do. You should be. They do. I need you to be responsible and intelligent enough okay. not to not to That's... assert on this podcast that Wendy's has called something fondue and thus it is fondue. Okay, listen. I'm yeah. speaking as a man with irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I, it gives me a bad impression. Oh, 
I'm so glad that I'm just so glad that whole that whole thing happened. That Katie's just going. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. All right, so yeah, uh, so well, I mean, with with IBS, then Katie, then I don't think either. I don't think and doing anything from Wendy's that says that it's fondue based or actually eating. You, true, you should like be on the, the lookout the for things that are help. not as they seem. If you have IBS, the last, and I mean the last thing you should be eating is anything called fondue from a yeah. fast food restaurant. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. Don't buy it. Okay. I mean, now you know. I mean, you've, I guess. I've yeah, no, nah, it's a learning experience. I can walk away saying, <laughs> saying I'm I was a young a... man. I've got a lot to learn about yeah. fondue. Hey, you don't, oh, my God. You know they what? actually call them bacon fondue fries. I'm done. Yes. I'm never yeah, eating that's what I'm do. saying. It's not like, yeah, it's not like I just I am called never it eating at Wendy's again. Wow. Look at they that. They didn't right taste bad. I want yeah. to reiterate. No, I I'm don't sure. care how they taste. The fact that they're saying these are fondue fries is, is a, I'm sorry, it's a step too far. Have you had them? Have you tasted them? No. It's not about tasting it. It looks fine. It it looks like an item I would eat if they called them bacon cheese right. fries. Cheese bacon fries, yeah. Fries. You don't have to throw fondue bacon on Bacon fondue fries is an affront to my tastes. <laughs> the fact that this... Wendy's okay. is saying, listen... Idiot, you've never had fondue in your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is geared toward people like KD who have never experienced fondue. Okay. Like, no, I really do yeah, think this so. This is trying to pass off like you think it's some. You think it's like artsy and and special because it's fondue <laughs> fries. No, they're cheese fries. They're just <laughs> calling them fondue. Glorified cheese fries. Well, yeah, well, okay. Well, they come when I ordered the fondue. They have them as like bacon cheese fries and then bacon fondue fries because they have cheese fries where it's just yellow. Okay. And this is like the white stuff. And I'm looking at the Google images stuff. of fondue. Yeah. And <laughs> Okay, well now I know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, they tasted now you know. good. I mean, No, but see that's the problem is that they tasted good and so now but they just now you're call going them yeah, you're going around thinking like, "Oh, I like fondue." Because, like, right. these fries were good. It's like, no, you haven't even had fondue. You've had cheese fries. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, what? A, I mean, Walski just killing. I mean, who knew? Arwalski. The stars Arwalski. aligned with that question. They really did. I bet like, he, didn't the, well, he didn't even know Wendy's had fondue fries. But he, <laughs> no, just, he no. just, man, he tweaked that nerve. He actually just, he just apologized and said that uh-huh. he didn't know this would break the cast. But no, well, well done. This was... You've done well. You've done very well. For, From for Katie what, himself. For what seems like the subtext of his question, That's definitely uh, going into I actually that. literally moved residences uh, to fix the problem. So there you, go. there you go. All right. And there you go. Yes. So, um, all right. We, that's it for our questions. But, man, they were I, I, I kind of am in favor of doing If you guys can, I mean, again, these, these were two really well, three really solid email questions, or two solid email oh, questions. Yeah. So, Well, I'll, I'll we say get... the first one was on Twitter. The other three were email, and those yeah. are really solid email questions thought yeah. out. Um, I like so... those. Yeah, if you, have a, if you have a good, like, longer form question or you're kind of telling a story or something, as long as the payoff is there, then it's a good contender for an email question. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we, have a, we have a review this week. Um, which is which is exciting, and it seems like a pretty pretty solid one. So, Brandon, again, tell them how can they how can they get on the cast? Yeah, so we have uh, we do this this podcast live each week uh, here on Twitch, but we also have uh, an audio version on iTunes that uh, even I myself from time to time listen to when mm-hmm. I'm not on the cast. Um, so, if you haven't rated us already, uh, we would love it if you would go to iTunes and uh, log in and rate us 
five stars. Uh, leave us a review, and, and it can be mm-hmm. anything you want. Uh, I mean, as you'll see with this one here, sometimes you can tell us something that, uh, frankly, is a very personal story that he probably would want to be left anonymous. <laughs> Uh, but I don't think they enforce a oh. real name policy on iTunes, oh. so um, you, you can you can be anonymous if you like. Um, uh, we, we've had some good reviews, and as you can see, sometimes you know, like it doesn't have to be earth-shattering stuff. But each week we do read one review, assuming we have one to read. Uh, and so, please, <laughs> Scott, take it away here. Oh, God. All right. I will attempt. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. This is the title of this review. Stop laughing. I'm not going to get through it. All right. The title of this review is It's Pretty Good, and it is by Bishop of Northeast Ro- Romania. Oh, which, <laughs> And it reads as follows. No, I want... It's an yes. acronym. <laughs> Bishop of Northeast, Northeast Romania. Romania. That's nice. That's I know. I subtle. know. I know, I know what it actually, if you take the, I, I am getting it, okay. All right, so listening to the KB Mod podcast tickles my ear vagina so sensually and in such a pleasurable manner that more often than not, I find myself with the raginess of erections. An erection so fierce, gentlemen, that my member burst through my jeans with such earth-shattering ferocity, the likes of which no mere words can describe. Fortunately, the hole left behind is not that big, <laughs> which is probably a good thing because my coworkers don't notice and I can keep my job. Bishop of Northeast Romania, um, if you haven't figured it out, if oh taken uh, as it is intended. If you haven't figured it out, then like, you're not going to figure it out. Let's just, let's just, <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes, I'm not going to say you it. You have all the context people, you need. People in chat have already figured it out. And uh, wow. I actually didn't, with the story and the name, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. When he was talking yeah. about, apparently, like, he's he's listening at work, and clearly he's having, a, you know, a reaction to, to the right. podcast. But I didn't realize, he's a bishop. Yes, so. that's what I'm saying. God. That, yeah, that, uh, that killed me. Just thinking about that. Like, not even getting that it was wait, boner. You know, just no, no, thinking. no. You know what? Actually, I don't know that I believe this whole story. Because he's talking about bursting through his jeans. What bishop wears jeans? That's true. Maybe he's off duty? It's like casual, you yeah, know? Maybe, it's maybe like, he's... Hmm. But he said at his job, so he's clearly... Maybe, maybe he, You know what? Maybe, like, so maybe he's not at mass. Maybe he's just, like, in the office, right? And maybe he's just, like, yeah. in jeans because, you know, he's not up in front of everyone. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what all the duties of a bishop entail, but like I'm sure there are probably some casual days. You know, maybe some work from home style days. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic review though from the Bishop of Northeast Romania. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and it goes man. to show you that this podcast has fans uh, in prof- all different kinds of yeah, professions. Yeah, you get all kinds. Truly global reach. We we have oh absolute global reach here. So, um, all right. Well, that was uh, this has been episode 226. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want more KB Mod stuff, obviously you can go to kbmod.com. Check out KD Zen's review of uh, Downfall that is up there as well as obviously we have we have build guides and you know there's all kinds of little good good and nice you goodies good that up there. Yeah, there's some good stuff this past week. Um, you can find uh, all of us on Twitter. Obviously, you can follow KB Mod Gaming at KB Mod Gaming on Twitter. You can follow KD Zen at KD Zen eighteen. Brad is at Hutchison15. Yes, he is Hutch from Respawn. And you can follow Volition uh, at Volition, where 
Uh, it is V-O-L-1-T-I-O-N. <laughs> I will just spell it out for people. And I am at APL Fisher. Um, yeah, and we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week with another cast. Uh, it was a fun one. Thanks for hanging with us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Farewell. Yatta!